The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, the Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Oh, yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. The start of the Phillips File. This one for Tuesday. That's Tuesday, March 6th, the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News, current events, we can do that. We can talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and we'll find many other things to toss about this afternoon. We always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated Radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. What's that? That's our website. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Jim and then send us a text on anything at any time. We will read it. We'll review it. We may use it on the air. So nothing ventured, nothing gained. But on the phones, long distance, toll free. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. For those of you in the metro, four zero seven nine one six one zero. For one, Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. We'll work on yes, that. Yes, sir. Pinkman is here. Jack's got a couple of manage- uh, management things he has to take of take care of. He'll be in after a while. And uh, Casey, two times, two times, is helping out as well. Later in the program, uh, because it's the first Tuesday of the month, our good friend Daryl Payne from Pawfection Dog Training comes in at four. So we'll move that bonus round of closest to the pin. We'll move it somewhere. So stay tuned. But Daryl comes in at 4 to answer your questions. Uh, you can text us, or maybe we'll get a few of you on the phone, some questions about your dog's behavior and how to improve that behavior. Uh, Daryl Payne is the guy to answer those questions. He knows what he is talking about. We've got uh, Jack's audio file today. We're going to fit that in someplace. Uh, closest to the pin, the regular round, that comes our way at about 520. We have Fritz on the street today at 6. Then some drive-home music and PPT to wrap things up at the end of the program. I was in a meeting for most of the afternoon leading up to the program. So I scanned the news, uh, gave it a, a, uh, a, a quick review. look, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. and um, so what have I got? I've got, uh, oh, this Altamont Spring shooting. You know, they've arrested another person. You know the one they were trying to, a guy was trying to sell a cell phone up in the Altamont Springs Mall, that mall up there, I think. By the movie, yeah. Yeah, so oh, he, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so a guy comes along, a guy and I think his girlfriend, and who agreed to buy the phone, and uh, somehow they grabbed the phone, they were in the car and took off. Well, they've charged those uh, two persons with uh, theft, with robbery. Yeah. But the fact that, you know, what ha- also happened in this story is uh, that the guy who had the cell phone that was ripped off, as as the two robbers are driving away, he opens fire on them. What? Yeah. Um, you can't do that and get you can you shouldn't. Come on now, 
you were in you were in immortal danger of your life. You know, you know, there are people walking about. There are people at the mall. It's your cell phone for crying out loud. And number two, you're pretty damn stupid. You know, if you're selling your cell phones, oh yeah, and they and they pull up. Yeah, we're the ones interested in your cell phone. Well, first of all, you got to get out of the car. All right. Hey, can we take a look at that phone that we no. said we'd buy? <laughs> Off they go. Ah. This guy pulls out his his uh, you know his pistol and uh oh, I think four shots he fired. And the Altamont Springs Police Department, you're not going to charge this. You can't. You're not allowed to do that, bub. Now I know the visceral feeling. Hey, you're ripping off my cell phone. Well, you know, I'll show you. I understand the emotion, but guess what? You're not supposed. You're not allowed to do that. Uh, the man selling the phone said he was walking to the girl in an in a SUV, Nissan SUV, when the boy put the vehicle in reverse, Whoa. and the girl gripped the phone away from the man's hand. Grr. The man told police he recalled getting on his feet and firing four shots at the SUV. Both teens faced kidnapping. Kidnapping? What, the kidnapping of cell phone? What the hell is that? No, no. Well, they faced kidnapping and robbery charges. Oh, it says here the Seminole County State Attorney's Office is reviewing a request from the police department to charge the seller with shooting into a vehicle. Well, of course. Yeah, come on now. In the city limits, you can't discharge a weapon. Anyway, that's against the law. No, yeah. Well, so the old, you're not, come on now, you just don't, let's not let this person get away with that, all right? You know, you got a right to carry a concealed weapon. I understand the law in the state of Florida. I choose not to, not that I'm opposed to firearms. I have enough of them. I just don't, I just don't, uh, it's not that important to me to have a concealed weapon. But if you have a concealed weapon, uh, if you have a license, a permit to carry, well, you have a responsibility to do that in a responsible fashion. And because somebody uh, rips your cell phone out of your hand and and takes off in a car, uh, that doesn't give you permission to fire shots at them. All right, please. Really? Come on, please. Guess he didn't have the insurance. Yeah, whatever. Oof. <laughs> Today is the what twentieth anniversary of the Big Lebowski, the movie. We one can talk about that. Oh yeah, ah. best one of the best. I don't even know if it's a cult classic. Now it's just a classic. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. I, think I don't it think be, it's a cult classic. It I think be it's beyond cult. Yeah, it might have been too good to be a cult classic. I think it was cult at one time, and then it just, you too know. Too big now. Exactly. Um, Kellyanne Conway, oh. the advisor to the president, has been, I think the special counsel says she violated the Hatch Act. I'm not quite sure what the Hatch Act is. What is the Hatch Act, Mo? I don't know. I'm looking it up as we speak. Federal watchdog says White House counselor Kellyanne Conway. Oh, I thought it was the uh, thought it was the special counsel. Wait, the office of special counsel, That's her. which is unrelated to Robert Mueller's office. Okay, it's the office of special counsel says Conway violated the Hatch Act twice last year when she spoke out in support of Republican Roy Moore and against his Democratic rival Senator Doug Jones in the Alabama Senate race. Uh, says here, Ms. Conway, in her official capacity, attempted to influence the Alabama special election by advocating for the success and failure of candidates in that race. And um, she did not advocate for or against the election of any particular... I don't know. we got to figure out what the Hatch Act is. The Hatch Act of 1939. Yes, what does that oh, say? Hatch. Officially, an act to prevent per- pernicious political activities is a U.S. federal law whose main provision prohibits employees in the Uh, executive branch of the federal government, except the president, vice president, and certain designated high-level officials from engaging in some forms of political activity. So if you're a federal employee, you are prohibited, essentially, from publicly uh, campaigning from anybody. Seems that way, yes. Okay, so there you go. 
follow that one. There's one other thing. What's the story of the Miami Dolphins? The owner of the Miami he Dolphins? He changed his tune on this one. Can't, can't mm-hmm. kneel for the national anthem now? He said, you could last year. Uh, you know, I sort of understood and respected that you were had a problem with racial equality in the United States. So I understand why you were kneeling, because you feel like you don't have racial equality here. Now he says, stand the heck up. I must have said a bad word. Or? Uh, or, I don't know. He said, because now it has been morphed into disrespectful for the United States and the military. This- he said... He said, "You got to stand up." This national anthem—it's not—it is not a national anthem for the military. Mm-mm. He thinks we've it turned it. We've militarized yes. the national anthem. Mm-hmm. It is not a—it's not. We don't sing the national anthem in honor of the military. We sing it in honor of the country, and uh, and there's no rule or law that demands that you stand for it. Any more than there's a rule or a law that says you have to stand and recite the pledge of allegiance. The problem is what we've what, what the problem in my, uh, my when it comes to my observation is we've we've politicized the national anthem to the point and military I mean and militarized uh, football games. I don't even know why we do this. The flyover? How about that? No, I don't know. You know, yeah, they get the flyover, the Super Bowl, and the championships, and this yeah. and that, and what. I don't understand. I don't understand the bombers. I don't understand the color guards. The I don't bombers. understand the national oh, yeah. anthem. This is not done in other countries. This is manufactured patriotism on the part of the National Football League. Would anybody really care? Maybe you know, right in the beginning, but after a while, do you do you think you'd really care too much if they just blew the whistle and they started to play? They introduced the players mm-hmm. and they started to play the game. This is done in other countries. We get really hepped up when it comes to this American flag. You know, we have yeah. respect for the American flag almost to the point that we use it in so much. We use it in marketing. We use it to sell cars. We use it to Gasoline. sell football games sure. here, there, everywhere. I think to a certain degree, it may lose some of its emblematic impact if that makes any sense it's the phillips file on real radio 104.1 orlando city welcomes minnesota united fc led by adrian heath for their first visit to orlando this saturday coverage begins at 7 p.m on real radio 104.1 and iheart radio he's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. That's your final answer. Oops, wrong one. <laughs> Daryl Payne from Paw Faction Dog Training comes in at four. First things first, the news. Here's Mo. I've used this platform. I've used OfferUp to buy and sell stuff. Well, not to buy, but to sell stuff. You've got to lower her level just a from little bit. From my garage. And when I sold stuff on OfferUp, I had no problem. I saw but that this, the other day. It looked like a bunch of crap for sale. This person yeah. said <laughs> they were selling their cell phone through the online app offer up yeah they met this you know people outside of a public place outside of a movie theater the man selling the phone said uh talking to somebody you know the prospective buyer somebody backed up the car the girl wrenched the phone away from him and peeled off well then he gets on his feet goes into his car and fires 
for shots. Oh, you can't do that. To chase after his cell phone. Shouldn't be allowed to get away with that. There are people walking about, driving about, and you're shooting mm-hmm. at what somebody who's fleeing with your, with your cell phone. Yeah. It wasn't worth any much any much of anything anyway. You were selling it. Well, on offer, offer up, up, offer up. Both Bunch teenagers. Of hey, you want to buy my light bulb? No, they don't sell light bulbs. <laughs> oh yeah, they do. Oh, I they saw do. one for sale the other day. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, those, there was two of them. Those LED bulbs last a long time. That's true. A lifetime. Yeah. Good I guess value. That's right. Mm. Well, now they've arrested a 16-year-old girl, a 17-year-old boy, and it's a whole production. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, We will keep our eye on that. And, you know, I actually saw uh, a post from one of the local TV stations who asks if you've been successful selling anything on any of these uh, platforms. And I thought, uh, yes, I have been totally successful and totally safe doing it. But now I second-guess myself. Should I even bother Selling stuff on on these on these different apps because now it makes me nervous. You know, if you sell stuff, does on it uh, doesn't OPD Craigslist? No, one of um, the police agencies they've they've they're offering a secure spot to sell mm-hmm. things. I think it's OPD. Mm. It might be in the parking lot of OPD. Oh, well, if you have something insane. to sell, yeah. you come down there. You make the transaction. Uh huh. So that's not a bad idea. Are you listening, like Mary P- PD? A lot of you're not at Lake Mary. You're right. SO. No, I'm in Seminole County. SO. <laughs> right. That's true. Attorneys for the widow of the gunman who killed 49, uh, Nor Salman. Her attorneys are hoping to keep prosecutors from telling jurors that this guy was targeting the LGBTQ community. In a motion that they filed yesterday, her mm-hmm. lawyers uh, were using cell phone records, placing the shooter at all these different places out at the attractions near Disney Springs near Epcot and at the a downtown club in the hours prior to his arrival at Pulse to prove that he was not specifically planning to attack a gay nightclub. They claim that shows he, you know, that his wife, who was charged with aiding and abetting, yeah. did not know what he was planning because he went to this place at Disney and that place downtown and this other place. So she had no idea what he was planning and hadn't really targeted the Pulse club. <gasps> uh, the jury selection is continuing yet again today. Didn't get enough to eat for lunch. I'm sorry, you're hungry? I should have taken two of those sandwiches you instead should've. of one. Yeah. Man, could have gone back. Agreed. And by the way, Angel picked one off the floor and ate it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, well, I think it was tuna salad. Three-second rule. Five seconds, Locos. One, two, three, boom, <laughs> up. Wow. Well, Cinco. There's no way he can bend down with that uh, string bean oh, that quickly and pick it up and eat <laughs> it. Stop. That's at least four seconds. After- I counted in Spanish. <laughs> Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Oh, no bueno, essay. Oh, no. After much debate, Jim, the Florida State Senate (laughs) said yes to a school safety bill. It raises the age to buy all guns in Florida from 18 to 21. Senate did. Yeah. Requires a three-day waiting period to buy any firearms. It bans the sale or possession of bump stocks, which makes semi-automatic rifles a real automatic rifle. And it only allows some school staff to have guns on campus. Well, it doesn't make it an automatic rifle. It makes it shoot more like an automatic rifle. That's correct. Well, that's a step. Uh-huh. I mean, well, look cons- at all those three or four oh, things in the bill. Yeah, I mean, consider the Florida, the Florida legislature. Now, the real question comes to the mm-hmm. Florida House mm-hmm. and what will happen in the state house. Law Today? enforcement is also giving um, this bill in the Senate also gives law enforcement officers more power to seize weapons and ammo from those considered mentally unfit or otherwise a threat. It makes more funding available for armed school resource officers, yeah. and it gives more yeah. money for mental health services. The Florida House will debate this thing as the week goes on. What do you think the chances are the state house will follow the state senate? Mm. Is that getting... Scott Playcon from Seminole Oof, County? That's the big. Uh, uh-huh. 
ass kisser that uh, licks spittle for the NRA. Mm-hmm. Anything the NRA says of Marion Hammers tells yes, Scott Plagon yes, to vote a particular way, he does. Mm-hmm. She told him to jump off the Empire State Building, he would. SpaceX scientists are really celebrating again today. This morning, about 1230-ish a.m., a Falcon 9 rocket carrying a communication satellite was sent into orbit. It was the company's fifth mission of the year already, and we're only early March. It was the second in two days and the largest payload to date. The satellite was the size. This is interesting. Of a pinata? No, a city bus. <laughs> what? Whoa. The satellite they launched this morning no. was the size of a city I don't, but bus. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't buy it. Well, isn't that interesting? Well, I don't, I don't know what you buy, but it says here, here, the size of a city bus. I don't believe it. Okay, well, I don't believe it, but it's true. No, I just it's don't. It's I, I don't believe it. Okay. Just because it's on the internet. No, it's not. It's on the Associated interweb. Press. No, wrong. Mm-mm. A woman is dead. That a much city I, bus? A city bus. That's that, as big as these two rooms. You know how big those satellites are? They're not. What, they're I know not, how big a city bus. I used to ride the number one until somebody got like number two. Number two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it just smelled like number two. It was. Oh, it was boy. like, oof. Stinky. Who made a what number two What did they do that for? Here? I think oh. somebody took a diaper and kicked Stop it underneath it. the oh, seat. Oh, my God. <laughs> you stinky. Gross. <laughs> kind of stewed there for a couple of days. <laughs> oh. yeah. Thank you. A woman is dead, Jim, after being hit by a Sunrail commuter train in Seminole County last night. Lake Mary police Jeez. say she was on foot trying to cross the tracks in a non-crossing area near Country Club Road and West Lake Mary Boulevard. Wow. Uh, yeah. Passengers were fine. The crew was fine, but that lady not fine. Crew's not fine. Crew's I mean, fine. the engineer's not fine. Well, maybe he's not, but or she. But I think that you know we they have say, a fatality. They say with engineers, they oh, they yeah. always see it. It's it's not something. No, I think I hit a deer. And they can't stop. No, they see it. Mm-mm. The last thing you see is the eyes of the person you hit. The owner of oh, that's awful. No, I mean, that's not traumatic. Do they, uh, I wonder if they provide any therapy for these guys. Yeah, I bet. Is that part of the package? PTSD, yeah. When they hire you, hey, we know mm. sooner or later you're going to hit somebody, right? Yep. So we just want to let you know. Here's the name of Dr. Whatever, and uh, make an appointment after you do that, okay? Well, it turns out now the Miami Dolphins owner, Stephen Ross, says, maybe you made uh, you misconstrued what I said. It was last night that he told the New York Daily News he was initially supportive of players taking a knee during the national anthem to bring attention to issues like police brutality, racial equality, and the like. Okay, that's been solved. That's all over. No, now he says he then last night he said, you know what? I changed my mind because I saw the president of the United States say those protests are disrespectful to the military and the flag. Oh, wake up, will you, bub? But now he's clarified it yet again. Now <laughs> oh, he's now changed what? it again. To what? He's saying, I will not force them to stand during the anthem now. Okay. This is today's remark. So he went from letting him kneel to not letting him kneel to now saying, okay. look. Now what? I have no, this is a quote from Stephen Ross. Quote, I have no intention of forcing the Dolphins to stand during the anthem. And I regret my comments may have been misconstrued. I'm passionate about the cause of social justice. I just feel that kneeling is an ineffective tactic that alienates more people yeah, than okay. it enlists. Well, then don't do it. All right? Nobody's forcing you, you to do anything, You don't have to Bob. do it, Mr. Ross. All right, more yeah. news. The birthday's coming yeah. up. The food. Daryl Payne at the top of the hour. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Daryl Payne from Paw Fetchin, our guest at four. Have your questions ready. Back to the news. The food, the birthdays. Here's Mo. I got food today, March 6th, 2018. What do you got? Today is, it's a three-day, a three-food day day. Number one, it's National Frozen Food Day. That could be anything. 
Uh, what yeah. does that mean? Those Gino's yeah. pizza rolls are pretty good. Taquitos yeah. Those are awesome. It's still a good time. I guess so. Yeah, frozen food. I mean, it could be frozen green beans, I guess. Hot I don't... pocket. Oh, hot pockets. That's a good time. <laughs> or it could be Oreo Day, National Oreo Ooh. Day. I'm done with Oreo Day. Right? Or it could be National White Chocolate Cheesecake Day. <sighs> wow. Those are all I'm not good. a big white chocolate person. Yeah, I, I love chocolate, said. but white I chocolate, know. which is not chocolate, or is it chocolate? It's not chocolate. I don't know what it is, but it's... It, to me, it's yash. Stop it. No, I, it's, it's, I don't. I don't like it. I think chocolate should look like chocolate. Brown. Yes. You only want brown chocolate. Brown, dark brown, medium dark brown, <laughs> yeah. light dark brown. Uh-huh. Okay. Tan. I, no, not tan. Mm-hmm. Tan. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like caramel. Yeah, I, like a real yeah light brown. I see. Like a Nestle's but not crunch white brown. chocolate. No, 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 no. That's not. That's not chocolate. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Research. Okay, back chocolate to the, derivative. Uh, back to the news. Uh, a dolphin that was it's attacked. Like, uh, oh, what, decaf coffee? Ugh. Yeah, kind What's of. The point? It says it commonly consists of cocoa butter, sugar, and milk solids. Mm. Ew. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Florida will spring forward this Sunday for daylight savings time, but it might not fall back in November. Lawmakers in Tallahassee are on the verge of approving a senator's um, bill called the Sunshine Protection Act. A Sarasota Republican says from Tallahassee, you know, he's in Tallahassee now for the session, says his bill would make daylight savings time year round in Florida. Well, they're tackling the big issues. That's right. Tallahassee. The Sunshine Protection Act. They believe in sunshine in Tallahassee. Porn. Has already been approved by the state house <laughs> and it's going to be finally approved in the Senate today. Governor Rick Scott may sign it. So we once we roll the clocks ahead, you know, it's spring ahead. There's no fall. Won't be fall back. It'll just be whatever we spring to. That's it for 12 months. Now we're not talking about guns in Florida, but we will talk about porn. It's a national health crisis. And we'll talk mm, about it's spring a state ahead. health yeah. crisis. Spring ahead, fall No, it's back. not. It's a recreation. That's oh, what it is. That's what porn is. How about medical marijuana? Maybe they'll talk about that. No, unimportant. Oh, I see. They have to drag their feet on Well, that. the question here is, do Floridians have the right to smoke medical marijuana? That question is the subject of a trial going on oh, in Tallahassee. Orlando attorney John Morgan and the group People United for Medical Marijuana yeah. claim that a Florida law banning the smoking of medical marijuana violates the constitutional amendment that was passed by voters last November. Why? Because you can use medical marijuana, but you cannot smoke it. So you can vape it? Yes, you can eat it in little edibles, I guess, but you may not smoke it. Yeah, if it's medically approved. Uh Uh-huh. They are looking for a non-jury trial to begin in the middle of May on this. Kind of backwards here in Florida. You think? Mm. Yeah, we're Mm. we're just... That's just the, how we are. I'm not quite sure why that is. Wow. I think backwards people flock to Florida. <laughs> I do. I think they move to Florida. They, you know, well, they, they can't make it someplace else. So, oh, they, I so, they come, so they come to Florida. Yeah. The, yeah. Well, I've heard it called God's waiting yeah, room. I think I could make nine and a half <laughs> dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. I've heard it called God's <laughs> waiting room, and I've also called the drain pipe. You know, <laughs> so everybody comes here. Yep. Okay. Well, the trash flows down our That's way. That's true. You might notice something different when you bite into a quarter pounder at McDonald's in Miami today. Why? Starting Less today, than a quarter pound? McDonald's starting today is cooking its beef patties fresh in Miami and seven other markets around the country. Big Macs, though, will still be frozen. The company plans to expand cooking these fresh to order burgers in most of its U.S. stores in a couple of months. Big Mac. Yeah. I've been, oh, the Big Mac. I'm just thinking of a Whopper, sorry. No, no. Wrong company. I know. Big Mac has the third piece of bread. In when the- I worked in the lumberyards yeah, yeah. in Miami, that was my daily lunch, a Whopper. Well, Burger a King is based in Miami. Milk. Yeah, sure. 
And wow. that's a good time. Uh, that sounds like a yeah, little... Whoppers mm. are pretty good. Although, big Whopper, French fries, and a pint of chocolate Special milk. Special sauce. I, yeah. I question a pint of milk before working in the sun all day. Oh, you could. It was lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, day was over with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, I was 16, 17 years old. What do you old. think the benefit is of cooking it on the site? Young buck. What do you think the, <laughs> the benefit is of cooking the burger in the actual store? So you can say fresh, never frozen. Fresh, never frozen. And they say juicier flavor. Juicier flavor. Juicier flavor. Oh, speaking of Trump, White House Counselor Kellyanne Conway, apparently, according to a federal watchdog group, Kellyanne violated a federal law that prohibits government officials from using their positions to influence political campaigns. Oops. All right, so Kellyanne apparently opened up her yap when it came to the Alabama race <clears throat> with Roy Moore and Doug Jones and all of that. I guess she violated, this is the, this is what they call the Hatch Act. That's not the important part. But I guess she spoke out in favor of Roy Moore as a White House official, which she's not allowed to do. She attempted to influence, in her official capacity, Kellyanne attempted to influence the Alabama special election can't by advocating for the success or failure of candidates in that race. It's against federal law. You can't do that. Correct. And she did it more than once. Once, a, a couple of times with Fox News and also with CNN. Oops. Lock so it's up. not one time, it was multiple times advocating for candidate A over candidate B, and that's against the law, Kellyanne. See that Nunberg character all over the news last night? That's my next story. Holy mackerel. Woo! Get back on the meds, bud. He looked a little bit unhinged. Stephen Colbert may have the last word on that Trump guy, uh, Sam Nunberg's busy yeah. day of interviews. Sam I guess Nunberg. He did more than half a dozen interviews with cable news people yesterday. It's all over the place. Uh, along with almost accusing President Trump of cooperating with Russian interference in the 2016 election, Nunberg said he wouldn't comply. First, he said he would not comply with a subpoena <laughs> yeah, from okay. Robert Mueller, and then he changed his tune. Oh, <laughs> Now he's saying, you know, I probably will have to cooperate or something, and he said he probably will. He didn't want to cooperate because he said, I don't want to spend 15 hours downloading emails and printing out emails. It's too much work. Sorry, bub. Yeah, it doesn't work. Like By that. Friday, you're going to mm. start doing that, otherwise they're going to... So. You're going to get a bench warrant for your arrest on contempt. Colbert said, you know Mueller can arrest you, right? And and then he, he sort of changed his tune. He said, well, I may talk to them after all. Wait a minute. Nunberg was with Colbert as well? No. Nunberg, uh, Colbert played excerpts okay. of him saying this, that. And then he stopped it and froze it and said, you know that Mueller can, you know, talking to the video, you know Mueller can arrest you, right? And it turns out within a couple of hours of this, um, this crazy Sam Nunberg says, yeah, you know what? I may cooperate after. Well, the, the connection is Roger Stone. I don't want to get too deep in the weeds here, but Roger Stone, of this course, mentor, been very it? close to, yeah. to Trump. And yeah, Stone right. was Nunberg's mentor and this and that and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, well, you, well, you start connecting the documents. That's what takes you down. Mm-hmm. The former president of the University of Miami and secretary, former secretary of health and human services Wants to go back to Washington. Do you know, remember the name Donna Shalala? Sure, I do. She She's filed... shorter than you are. Hey, <laughs> what are you saying exactly? That means you're tall. I'm five four and a half. You are not five four yes, and, I am and a half. Five, four and a half. In your dreams, yeah. No, like five... I'm six feet one. Oh, that's a lot of hooey. <laughs> yeah, is what that yeah, is. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh no, you are I'm, not five I'm four, four and, and a half. half. That's yeah. what they say okay. to the doctor. Sure, okay. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I will get measured height. I won't weigh myself, but I will get. They tell me I'm five four and a half. Oh, I like to weigh myself with the doctor. Then you get to play with the scale. That, I that like kind of, you know, no. you know how to do that. I do. Yeah, I don't like it when it clunks onto another level. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't when like you have that. to take the big no. one and clunk it over. I don't like it. Oh damn! Son uh. of a gun. 
Two hundred and over three fifty clunk. That's just coming out. Man, close to two hundred. I get a digital scale. Yeah, really. I just tell them, uh, you know what? Put them on the, the lower side of normal. <laughs> like, okay. The, look, well, this Donna Shalala woman that you say is is short of stature, she filed paperwork to run for Congress as a Democrat down for South Florida. Really? That seat's currently held by that Republican who's not running, Ileana Ross Leighton. She wants her seat. And she's not seeking re-election, so Donna Shalala says, I'll take that. But she is 77 years old and is joining a Democratic field that already includes at least six people. You know who else is running? Cynthia Nixon. Not for a Florida seat, but she wants to be governor of New York. Cynthia Nixon. Sex in the city. Yeah, the redhead, Miranda. She's running to be governor of the state of New York. The lesbian. That's so Miranda. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't, it doesn't matter. I don't matter. know what she is, but. She is. Well, she's, she's, she's gay. It doesn't make any out, difference. I don't know what. Yeah. But I mean, she's the one who announced it. She floated the notion in the past. This time she's in. Like, she's like uh, talking to Democratic operatives, including Bill de Blasio's political machine. The gay people can, uh, can play straight people. Of course. She did. Of course. She did. Of course. Uh, no final decision. She, she says, wasn't as uh, sexually active no, as no, no. Uh, what, was Miranda. Was no, that no, her she name? was Miranda. You're talking about Samantha. The, Sarah, the blonde. Was the, blonde. the blonde. Samantha. That was Samantha. Mm-hmm. This was Miranda. Correct. Who were the other two? Sarah Jessica Parker. What was her character's name? Uh, you know. No. Oh wait. Um. What was her name? Oh, for God's sake. And then you had the brunette. Carrie. Yeah. Carrie, yes, Carrie right, Bradshaw. That classic uh, episode with the vibrator. She was Carrie Bradshaw, and oh, the who other could one. Forget. Yeah, yeah, I, it was funny. It was funny. I loved that show. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Those new Jimmy Choo shoes. They were oh, Honestly. the best. Come on, uh-huh. don't even get me started. Well, I will. It turns out, Jim, <laughs> that uh, should Cynthia Nixon run for governor of New York, mm-hmm. she would officially be poised to challenge the current governor Andrew Cuomo Good luck with in that. this September's Democratic primary. He's got some problems. Oh, maybe she sees the opening and goes for it. Corruption problems Mm. in Albany. Not that he's directly connected, but Mm. come on, Governor. Oh, boy. Uh, Jim, the Trumpster, now says that he sees some possible progress in talks with North Korea, but he warns of false hope. (laughs) Officials from South Korea said today that Kim Jong-un is willing to start chatting with the U.S. on abandoning their nuclear weapons program. And, you know, look, Trump says if that's a serious effort, the world is watching and waiting for them to peel back on the nuclear stuff. And if they do, then he says the U.S. will chat with them. But he warns today that it may be false hope and says the U.S. Here's his quote today. I think it was a tweet. Quote, the U.S. is ready to go hard in either direction. Oh. I don't know what that means, but I just thought I'd pass it along. Get my affairs in order. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That's what she said at the picnic. <laughs> I'm ready to go hard in either direction. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> an old joke. Uh, yeah, I'm getting. He's this getting, is an old one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I can't stop. Catherine, I'm just putting food on the table. Uh, That's all I'm see. doing, baby. Just putting food on the table. <laughs> it's just yeah. a show. It's just you know. I'm just I'll be saying. out of here at the end of the year. I know. All right. Listen, <laughs> teachers in West Virginia are getting the raise they demanded after a strike that lasted nine days. Nice. The Republican governor. What did you say? West what? West Virginia. She Didn't you say Virginia. West Virginia? I did. Mm. Well, then don't get on my case if I say Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, my people are not from West Virginia. They are, you know, from Pennsylvania, but I'm just saying. Uh, it turns out the Republican governor of West Typical. Virginia tells the news that all state employees will receive a 5% raise at first, which is exactly the number the teachers were asking for. 
Teachers could be heard screaming and applauding at the state capitol when news of that deal broke, and they were going back to the classroom after a nine-day strike. I think this might be a, what would you say, a bellwether, touchstone, whatever it is, as it relates to union activity. This is the way that you have some kind of negotiating power when it comes to your benefits, your salary, your working conditions. I don't know where people bought into this idea. Well, they were sold this idea that unions are bad for you. Mm. And they said, why can't I get a pay raise? We have no power. And then they kept me, your public employees can't strike. Mm-hmm. What? How rude. Uh, I will tell you Every what... employee should have the right to strike. Sure. Of course. Yeah, not teachers, though. Oh, you provide sweat equity for whoever you're working for, and you don't have the right to bargain collectively for what you believe are fair working conditions and, and, and fair salary? Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Big fan of Jimmy Hoffa. I, where is Jimmy Hoffa? I know, no but it was knows. a great movie. Oh. Nicholson points. That was Philip Seymour Hoffman. No. Oh, what's that one? Nicholson. Oh. And uh, what's his name? From Taxi. De Niro. No, Taxi. Oh. No, the Judd. show. Judd, what's no, his the name? the little guy. Oh, oh DeVito. Danny DeVito. He's in yes. it. Uh-huh. It's a good movie. Still holds up. Uh... There's some scenes in there where they're riling up your workers, you know, get them together, solidarity. Mm-hmm. And after you watch that, you want to go out and join a, a union, even if you're not a longshoreman or a teamster. Look yeah. for the union label, that's Take for that, sure. Take Kennedy. Uh, in Washington, they are finally going to talk about guns. Uh, a bill on school safety will be debated in the House next week. In, in a Capitol briefing today, the majority leader, Kevin McCarthy, said this bill will give schools federal grants to take, which means money, right? They'll give schools federal money to take steps to prevent violence on campus. It was sponsored by a Florida Republican House member, John Rutherford. It will give schools some money. They'll be able to get tools to analyze and boost security. Critics call it a very tepid response to the recent shooting massacre. Give me money Adam. to purchase Sig Sauer, so uh, teachers no, who want to be the that. first line of defense. Right. Yeah. Most You're- teachers, overwhelming number of teachers, don't like the idea of... Uh, I think a lot of people say, yeah, we want better security at schools. Well, okay, we're going to raise your taxes to uh, to pay for that, to finance sure. more police officers on campus. Then the response of, well, hold on just a minute now. <laughs> I want them, we weren't ready to go that far. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. I don't know if you noticed that this week the market went all over the place after news of the president's tariffs on aluminum and steel were made public. He wants to impose a 25% tariff on imported steel and 10% on imported aluminum. Well, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin is trying to backpedal on some of this now, says we're not trying to provoke a trade war over these different tariffs. Um, I understand the president's comments, but on Capitol Hill today, Mnuchin said American companies simply want equal treatment from other countries. So what are you going to do, impose tariffs or not? (coughs) What's he going to do? He doesn't have an idea. Yeah, he pulled this out of his hiney last week because he was pissed off that Hope Hicks was resigning. This is the way this president operates. And he said, well, you know, he gets all torqued. He said, okay, I'm just uh, 25% tariff on aluminum and whatever on steel. And go, what? Where'd that come from? Do you know anybody that uses e-cigarettes? You know, vaping or any of that? No. I see it. I think it looks stupid. But if it helps you, I mean, if you vape, yeah. To the point where you can get off cigarettes. Okay. They now find out that people who use these e-cigarettes could yeah. be exposed to high levels of toxic chemicals. 
That's so weird. It may not be nicotine and all the crap they put in cigarettes, but it's pretty bad. Uh, Are you allowed to vape nicotine. inside a bar? Uh, if it's no smoking bar, you're not. Yeah, you are. Some of you them. are. It's up to the bar owner's oh, discretion. There's no law against it. Because like, I think a... it'd really be torqued if I was sitting there sipping on an old fashioned. I mean, I don't drink uh, I anymore. And all of a sudden, this <laughs> vapor comes. You know, strawberry. What's up, bro? <laughs> strawberry mango. Yeah. yeah, strawberry mango. It's like. Mm-mm. I mean, if you're going to smoke, I mean, go outside and smoke a lucky strike or something, will you? Oh, the good old days. No oh, filters. People, Vape. It turns out, Jim, e-cigarettes <laughs> have damn been... Damn apparatus. Everybody thought that <laughs> e-cigarettes were marketed as a safer alternative to regular tobacco and cigarettes. But now a study out of the University of California, San Francisco, finds that carcinogenic chemicals yeah. have been found in... The teens who vape, they check their urine, they check their saliva, they check their blood, and they're finding now carcinogenic chemicals in their in their oh boy in their body fluids. The levers were way higher for teens who vaped with fruit flavors, like you mentioned, strawberry, you know, mango stuff. So this stuff causes cancer. You know, hello, you who? They have weirder flavors than that. You can get like maple donut or what? blue smurf berry. <laughs> get out of here! Yeah, blue smurf tastes like. Wouldn't you like to know? Oh my. You stand outside a bar with your Peaky Blinders cap on yeah. and you know your hobnail boots and what vape? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, mate, step into my cloud, you are. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Kimmel is responding. The door. I know Teamsters are vaping. <laughs> no, they're not. No. Mm-mm. Jimmy Kimmel is responding to President Trump's criticism of the Sunday night Oscars, where Trump tweeted it was lowest rated Oscars in history in Sad. big all capitals. Yeah. He hosted the show, of course, Kimmel, you know, and he tweeted back. Here's, here's, yeah. the, here's the Kimmel retort. What do you say? Thanks. Lowest rated president in history. Ouch. Touche. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he also capitalized mm-hmm. the word history like Trump did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and in, nice. I guess in, in the Trump tweet, Trump complained there are no stars anymore except your president. Oh, God. And then, then he said, he just, just kidding. Just kidding, JK. God, man, he just mm-hmm. thrives on that attention. JK, TTFN. I don't know what he said. A I, he just, teenage girl. He's, he's such a baby. Hello, look at me, whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> just kidding. Hello. Ew. They're Why talking about F me. I what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I want an Oompa Loompa now. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. I know we've said this all the time. Have you ever watched The Bachelor? And I know you think that that's not real. That love is not real. I believe love is real. I just don't believe in The Bachelor. In The Bachelor. <laughs> well... I know we gave Jana Banana a hard time with The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, and they loved each other, and they finally ended up the season, and these two go off to, quote, get married. They get engaged. They yeah. make a whole big to-do, right? Sure. Well, this season of The Bachelor is wrapping up. Oh, don't give anything away now. A huge Spoiler alert. twist. It was just on last night. Spoiler alert. Last night's season finale. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, like always on the season finale, somebody proposed to somebody. Okay, all right. Okay? okay this is what fine. I'm telling you. Watch it. Now... Don't piss off people. Okay, turn away don't for piss 10 off listeners. Sec- I need 10 seconds yeah, to tell well, you Well, I this. need all the help I can get. So okay, don't- yeah, I know. Uh, learned that today in a meeting. <laughs> you do. You yeah. do. Mm-hmm. I learned oh. a lot. Did you? Mm-hmm. I hope you took notes. Oh, so many. I did. I did, too, on my I thing here. Yes. Oh, um, all this stuff looks familiar. Uh-huh. <laughs> you mean the same notes I took at the last two minutes? <laughs> oh, wait. No, let's go back to this, shall we? It, it, turn away for one minute if you don't know what's doing here. The season of The Bachelor wrapped up with a huge twist. The front man proposed. That part was normal. Uh-oh. Then... What did he do? Da, 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 da. No, broke things <laughs> off after less than eight weeks to pursue the runner-up. What? What? <sighs> what a jerk. Uh-huh. Men. 
Such pigs. pigs. They're pigs. Seriously. That is at night. In an emotional goodbye while camera crews were filming their lives together after they got engaged, she gave him back the ring, the two parted ways, and it's just not nice. What a cat. I can't even. Let's get some birthdays in there. Daryl Payne's coming her way in a couple minutes. I don't know. Happy, happy birthday! Son of a gun. Give me one second here. All right. Can I get one second here? Yes. Can I? I'm, I'm can I hear sure it's amen? someone's birthday today. Happy you birthday! You didn't do it. You didn't. You know. No, I did it. I don't know. It's a lot of. You know, I'll I bring it in on a scrap lately. of paper all the time. Yeah, and I don't day. What I know. That's true. <laughs> Are we all? I know. All right. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Famous birthdays today would be May sixth. Isn't that March correct? March sixth. I mean March sixth. That's what I said. March. Oh boy. 6th. Oh. I, okay. Shaquille O'Neal. <sighs> Shaquille O'Neal. Fifty. Goldberg. Fifty. Shaq. Casey? 55. I heard this earlier Ooh, today on the Monsters. I'm, I'm going to go lower. 48. You win. 46. Yeah. Oh, the general entrance. Yeah. 46. He's, he's, he's a giant person. Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> yeah, he uh-huh. Thank you. Uh, let's see. I'm looking for names that I know. Um, well, it would have been Michelangelo's birthday, but he's long dead. Oh, all right. Uh, no, no, no. Just kidding. Um. Oh, no, see, I know who that is, but I don't think you would. Well, just name it. No, no, forget it. No, forget it. Okay. Uh, I, I don't want to go there, because then you'll be mad at me. All right. D.L. Hughley. How about Ooh. him? The comedian? Yeah. <sighs> King of comedy. Um, he is 43. Ooh. Close. I say 51. Ooh, really? Uh, 47. Who's high? Me. Casey. 55. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Good job, Casey. D.L. Hughley. Yeah. I don't know if I have another one. Hold on. Um, I'm having trouble with this website. All it's you know, sometimes it cooperates and sometimes it doesn't. And I, I, I don't Technology. Know. So true. Seriously? You know what are we gonna do? I know. Um I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, Tom Arnold. Oh. Um Tom Arnold, you know, like formerly married to Roseanne. Wow. Nope. Um, uh fifty seven. <sighs> sorry. Sixty one. Sixty two. 57 and 61. You guys split it. He's 59. Oh, bless for us. And that's the Lottie Don. Just call me Moira. All right. All right we're going to move that bonus round of closest to the pin. We'll stuff it in the show somewhere because uh, every first Tuesday of the month, Daryl Payne from Paul Fection Dog Training comes our way. You can text us a question at uh, Real Mobile 77031, or we'll put a couple of you on the line as well. You have some problems, behavior problems with your, with your dog. Daryl's the man to quite possibly answer your problem or give you an answer to the question that you have all upcoming next on real radio 104.1 spring forward this weekend or in case you've never heard that phrase before no wait stop stop what's the problem liner police that was an improper setup was it that bad nobody has not heard that phrase before so what now tell people to fix their clocks and shut up okay hack turn your clocks ahead one hour this Phillips file for a Tuesday, every first Tuesday of the month. Our good friend Daryl Payne from Paw Affection Dog Training stops by to answer your questions uh, concerning your dog's behavior. By the way, we have some lines open for 407-916-8231 if you want to get on the line. Or you can just text us at Real Mobile 77031. Daryl will try to answer uh, your questions as best he can. If, if he can't answer your question, nobody's going to be able to answer your question. That's the way that I look at it. How are you doing? Good yeah, to see you. Yeah, doing good. Yeah, yeah. yeah doing all right. Yeah, um, yeah you're doing all right. Penny's still in England, and she's still there. Yeah, still there till um, end of May. End of May, she comes back for the uh, graduations. Right. But so she's keeping me super busy while I'm away, just to keep me out of trouble. Cooking. 
We'll get pop pop tarts. Pop tarts. That's that's where it's got to now. And we're three months in, and now it's pop tart <laughs> breakfast. Uh huh. <laughs> At least it's not pop tart dinner. And thank God for Chipotle. That's what I say. Oh, see, so just drive through somewhere. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I've got a son that can drive. That's the cooking done. Finished. Oh, see. Daryl and Petty have great kids. There's no question about that. But you know, they just his son. His son now he's just in and out like a tornado. Yeah, he's, just, he's like Hurricane Kaiden. He's, he's just. It's like having a ghost in the house. Every now and then, everything gets disrupted, and and no one seems to be there. <laughs> Wait, he's a senior though. He's got senioritis. Yeah, yeah, he's got senioritis. Yeah, that's he goes, what it he, is. Yeah, he gets off to um, USF in Tampa. June. What? Um, yeah. That's good. Yeah, the only exactly. way I will know he's gone is because there won't be the mess left behind every now <laughs> right. and then. There won't be crumbs on yeah. the counter. But other yeah. than that, unless he pops back at the weekend just to destroy the place. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So, perfection dog training still training on Saturday. Still doing all yeah, that stuff. Doing, private yeah, group, uh, uh, private training. Yeah, group group training on Saturdays. We're doing the um, obedience and agility. We've got a we've got a new a newcomer come along from um, Journey's End, the sanctuary up in Deland. And uh, what are they a, all about? It's a it's a one that they take care of all the stuff that people don't want. Is and they've got about twenty dogs on wheels. It looks like wacky races up there when they let them out. They're it's just all crashing around on their wheels together. Bless their hearts. And there's oh. a there's a shepherd up there, a German shepherd about a year old that they asked me to go and help with because. It was like putting a teenager into an old folks' home. She hmm. was full of energy. They were old folks, and you know she was causing some problems there. So I went up and helped him with that. And um, she's now come down to the group training, and we got her through the tunnels with her wheels. And uh, we're going to build a special little A-frame ramp that she can go over, and she's going to be a therapy dog for us. Is there a standard uh, system that you can buy for a dog, or is it just you call your Uncle Harry who's got the, some carpentry, carpentry skills, maybe no, knows think, how to weld, and, hey, can you put something together for yeah, my no, dog that's is, paralyzed? Yeah, there is, uh, like, dog wheels. There seems to be a standard pattern there, but we need to fix hers a little bit because her legs drag on the floor. Um, and if she's going to be a, a therapy dog, she's going to be on concrete and stuff. So we need to... Hoik yeah. her legs up and just suspend them at the back there so they Ouch. don't... Yeah, bless her. I mean, she's a lovely dog. Except she, really she wouldn't is. be able to feel it. So. Yeah. So we got that on a Saturday. Sorry. and the um, We just started a new search course on a Wednesday for uh, sea turtles, firearms, and drugs. Um, and the in-homes are crazy. I'm doing three a day of those. So right. I meet some great people. I went, went to Sea Lane's mum's the other day. Did you? Really? A new puppy, yeah. Mm. What a lovely lady she is. Mm. Yeah, a lovely lady. And I went to one of your neighbours um, yesterday. Yeah, as well. So it's the yeah, tennis ball dog getting around the tennis ball dog. Yeah, it's a failed police um, drugs dog. So it just didn't. Oh, it didn't, couldn't make the cut for that. So yeah, it, couldn't, it wouldn't leave the handler. So it just wanted to be with the handler. Oh, she's a sweet dog. She just you know, she wants attention and right. you know and she's nice. But well, let's get some uh, telephone numbers out of the way. If anybody was interested in you know some behavior training for their dog causing some problems, uh, what number can they call? Four zero seven. Yeah. Four five six. Four five six. Ten sixty six. Ten sixty six. You have a Facebook page, of course. Facebook page is uh, Perfection Dog Training USA members page. That's Perfection P A W, not Perfection. Um, and the website is PerfectionDogTraining.com, and there's a load of information on there as well, yeah. along with the old audio files of this. I put that on there as well for people. So, yeah, and if you'd like to have some fun on Saturdays, you go to the park in Winter Springs yep. and uh, join the crowd with the you know. Put, Put, people put their dogs through agility training. Well, we of, we mix agility with obedience. So they Catherine have takes fun. me out there every once in a while. Says, yeah. "Okay, go through that tunnel and over the A-frame." <laughs> well, they have, they have fun while they're learning. That's the thing. You do yeah. an hour of obedience, and they get bored within fifteen minutes. But if you mix it in with some fun stuff, then they have a great time. Very good, yeah. Casey. Who's on line one? Because my screen's not working properly. Uh, Morgan is. Okay, let's take Morgan. Morgan, you're on with uh, Paul Fiction with Daryl Payne. Go ahead. 
Okay, hey guys, um, I have a question. Sure. My dad had me taken his miniature pincher, and he's about 13 years old and was never fixed. And he has a problem with marking things in my house. And is it, I don't know, is it too late to do anything, or is there something I can do to put an end to it? How old is he? He's like 13, so the vet said Ooh. he can't get fixed at this point. It's, yeah, Morgan, it is very, very late in the day for Why it. not? Um, well, medically, they, they, they're reticent about fixing dogs at that age. Okay. Because there's, there's always an inherent danger with um, okay. with anesthetic and stuff like that. So, um, I mean, 13, they're getting towards towards the end of their, their days on the planet. Um, also, he's had 13 years of this behavior where he's marking the territory. Mm-hmm. The thing with not fixing dogs yeah. is it doesn't... It doesn't do them any favours. We, we men have more of a problem because we wouldn't like it done to us particularly, um, <laughs> much as I think my wife would like it done to me sometimes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But Join the crowd. We, we, um, we don't like to fix dogs. Actually, when they're fixed, they're happier um, and there's less problems because um, when they get above six months, they start to mark their territory. They start to become a little more dominant, stuff like that. Now, uh-huh. this little fella has been now 13 years of marking his territory, telling everybody this is my house. It's a big dominance thing. Is there anything she can do? In all honesty, there's not at this age, there's not an awful lot um, because it is such an in, in inherent right. behavior. She could get him out more often, treat him like an eight-week-old puppy, but the marking... It isn't peeing. It's it's deliberate. This is my house. So let me ask you a question. When he marks his territory, is it any place in particular? I mean, is it in the bedroom or anywhere? He, he's just marking all over the place. He has a few spots. He likes to mark the trash can. Yeah, and right. I would do. Like there, there's like three or four yeah. random places that we know it's always where he does it. It's normally the corners of places. Right. Um, Thank you, Mark. And he'll go around and he'll top that up every now and then just so that everybody knows that this is his house. Now, we can try, um, if, he, if he's jumping up, barking at everything outside, if he's displaying all these, um, these leadership qualities that we don't want him yeah. to have, we can fix that. And sometimes that does have an effect on the marking. But with an older dog, it is a you know, possibility, not a definite. I mean, with, with younger dogs... Dogs that are taking over that leadership role, we can fix that, teach them they're not in control, they don't need to mark their territory, it's a lot easier. But with the old one, he yeah. is really, it is, it's, it's very fixed in him. Let me ask a question. Now, maybe you don't have an answer to this. But, I mean, if a dog marks, and continues to mark, and you can't, or there's nothing you can do with the dog, you've got to clean up the, 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 the smell. Is there any yeah. way, I mean, is there any magic potion for that? No, there's, there's nothing. Their nose is so good. They have two hundred and twenty million. Yeah, some, yeah no, and, nothing. Those, they, they can, um, I mean, they can sniff out cancer. These dogs, they are, their noses are. Yeah, I don't care about them. I care about me, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I care about you know. I care about well, the, the smell is, of my house. Yeah, not that my is, dog does that, but well, you could bleach it, um, and you wouldn't smell it. But the problem is, the dog will, yeah. and then it will go back to it and keep doing it. So you've got you're going round and round in circles here. Right. The best thing, really, fix them when they're six months old. And gotcha. Ignore the uh, ignore the breeders who say you have to wait two years. Daryl Payne's our guest from Perfection Dog Training. Some more of your questions. Hold on the line if you're on the line, and we'll take some. Try to take some text question questions as well. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Phillips file for this Tuesday. Daryl Payne from Paul Faction Dog Training is our guest. Want to get a hold of him? You have some problems with your canine? You need to get that figured out. 
66. Who's answering the phone now uh, that uh, Penny's back in England for a while? Penny still is. She's, but she answers the phone? Yeah, well, I, I send over the calls to her, and she calls from England, and no one answers her because it comes, they think it's, it's, it's spam. So she, um, but they're getting the idea now, but uh, yeah, because it comes in a UK number, either London or Canterbury or UK, right. and um, but people are getting the idea. But she does all the calls from there and then does the bookings and sends them over to yeah, me. Good so. enough. We had a call come in or a text come in a couple of days ago. They wanted to get ahead a lot in line when it came to uh, Daryl. So what is it, Jay? Yeah, question for Daryl from Derek. He has a two-year-old male chihuahua. He loves him to death. He used to, he's his shadow. However, suddenly he just stopped playing with him with his toys. It's like uh, even the favorite little squeaky toy, if he goes to engage him with it, he'll just ignore him. He'll play with other family members with the toys, but when it comes to Derek, really? you know, he just he ignores him when it comes to the toys. He'll play with him other, you know, he can pet him and they they still, you know, pal around together, but when it comes to the toys, he, he will not engage with the toys with his male owner. That's interesting. Well, I'll tell you what it sounds like. It sounds like... Um, the dog sees him as the the alpha, the the more dominant, and as such, if he's got a toy, the dogs are not going to go anywhere near it. It's like, okay, that's yours. I'm I'm not going to touch that. Um, we get it a lot with um, uh, people that play tug of war with the dogs. Um, yeah. You're not a big fan of that. Not for pets, no. But we'll do it for dogs. If if we're teaching police dogs to bite people and that kind of thing, um, and one of the problems is when the handler is <clears throat> is very dominant over the dog. Um, you tug the, do the the toy and the dog just says, you have it, I, I, I'm not going to fight you for that. Mm -hmm. And so it may be that he's just being a, um, he's coming across as perhaps a little too dominant over the dog and the dog is just acceding to him. Okay, you have it, you know, it's yours. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try and fight you for that. Um, what I would do is take away, um, take away the, the toy kind of thing with him, just hide a treat for him, throw a treat for him or hide a treat for him and engage him in that way. So he's he's just he's still playing with him, but you haven't got that um, the dog thinking it can't take the toy off him. But it sounds a little bit like a dominance thing to me. What's your if, if someone was to describe your accent, what would it be described as? Is well, that most people say most people say Australian actually. Do they really? Um, yeah, you're I mean, I'm not trying to. I'm not yeah, no, it's it. it's London. It's a London accent. We had another uh, gentleman who was a friend of the program who who claimed you could tell where mm -hmm. somebody was from in England or the city you were in. On, on their accent he could almost say i could i could tell the neighborhood where you grew up by your accent even if you were in the same city is that yeah you can can um, you really with london there's different london accents um no kidding i'm from the east of london so around the where jack the ripper was and that you're kind an of east thing. ender i'm an east ender both, both my kids are actually true cockneys they were born in Whitechapel hospital and because that's within the sound of bow bells they are a true Cockney. Now, neither of them sound like a true, true Cockney. And actually, my accent now has changed uh, quite a lot since the eight years I've been here. If I spoke like I used to, no one would understand me. No, no, no kidding. And when Penny and I speak fast to each other, sometimes people have no idea what we're saying. When you were with security, you know, for the Queen, for the royal family, did you have to... Try to, ch I mean, were you taught a different accent or use a different accent when you were communicating with anybody who might be affiliated with the royal family? I would imagine whether uh, no, they were not, staff not really, or whatever, yeah. they'd have a different accent. No, not really. They, I mean, the the upper echelons of the staff, they're very, very well spoken. They almost imitate the, squ the, the queen. 
uh, grunts like me and and you know the the, the bomb dog handlers the the staff generally right. they have their they have their own accents but um, and you don't speak to the queen anyway so um she only she speaks to you if she speaks to you first you can answer but you can't say you don't you, know, you wouldn't if you oh, saw morning, her ma'am, walking you know? her corgis around you yes. wouldn't say good morning or, how are you doing mum or yeah. anything like oh, if that if she says good morning then you can say good morning ma'am um but you can't speak to her first. Can't initiate. No, and you can only say yeah, good morning, ma'am. You can't turn around then and then and how continue are you? the conversation. Yeah. Right. So how is that what? all going with the? Oh wedding? yeah, I want to get back to another caller. But what? Would, I mean, what would happen? <laughs> I mean, would your supervisor come along, or she would say, "Look, this is, uh, and they're going to take you to the Tower of London and lop yeah. your head off." Well, if you if you overstep the mark with any of the royals, um, it, yeah. They tend to speak to their equerry, who then speaks to the commissioner of police, and then you get a phone call down the line. I missed I missed a search for Prince Charles once um, for a, for a bomb search. We we missed that; just it didn't go in the book. And um, within five minutes, the, oh no, uh, kidding! Yeah, we we had a phone call within five minutes. I mean, the Queen's got a great sense of humour. She really has. She's she's a nice lady, but there are protocols, and she's she's a stickler for. Um, for tradition she she was in balmoral i don't know if i told this story before but she was in balmoral with her bo- her bodyguard and there were a couple of tourists there walking she can walk in balmoral in the grounds and um they met her and didn't know who she was <laughs> and they said oh hi you know yeah doesn't the queen live here and she said yeah I, I believe she does they said have you ever met her and she went i haven't she said but he has, and pointed to her bodyguard. <laughs> so she's got a great sense of humor, but you don't you don't exactly. overstep the mark with her. Who's online too there, uh, Pinkman? That would be Jimmy. All right, Jimmy, you're on with Daryl Payne. Go ahead. Hey guys, uh, I have a question for the uh, gentleman there. Yeah, uh, we have uh, my wife and I have two new puppies. Uh, one's a five year old Australian Shepherd, and the other is a seven month old Boxer, and they just play hard all the time. Great dogs, no aggression, I mean, towards anybody, but the dogs just like to play hard all the time. And I don't know if that's good for them or should we not allow them to be so aggressive as far as to each other. The, the boxer actually gets, you know, some scrapes on his legs because a shepherd being right. a herding dog, you know, is, is like nipping at his legs, you know, more of the, more of the time. But is it good for them to play so hard so much? That's a good question. Let's have uh, Daryl give an answer. Yeah, I'm, Thanks, I'm, I'm not surprised they play hard. Boxers do play hard, um, and, and so do shepherds, to be honest. Um, Aussies, Germans. Um, there's no problem with them playing hard. The only thing I would say to you is that there's a time and a place. So my rule is that outside they can play as hard as they want as long as no one's getting injured and it's getting out of control. Um, but they can play as hard as they want outside but once they get inside, that's where it stops, and we have some calm tranquility. Yeah, you know, at a dinner party, and all of a sudden these two dogs yeah, are rolling, rolling through the... Right. Well, that's the thing. So there has to be some rules in there, but actually playing hard together is no problem. My two German Shepherds playing together, you think they were killing each other. Uh, my boxer and my Shepherd, my boxer and you know her best friend, the Labrador, they all play hard. Um, and it's what they do. You know, it's... The problem comes when you've got a dog that likes to play hard and you've got a soft dog that really doesn't mm-hmm. or where it spills over into then aggression, which excitement can lead to aggression sometimes. But if it's under control, as long as it's outside, it's fine. There you go. Here's Rick. Rick, you're on with Daryl Payne from Plawfection. Go ahead. Hey, Daryl. Thanks for taking my call. My question is I have an 11-year-old rescue dog that I took when she was 10, and my daughter has a less than 2-year-old rescue dog, and my daughter told me, because she was in solitary, she did not learn when another dog tells her no. 
is that true or, or is it always instinct in these dogs? You know, I know she grew up without the pack mentality, but is that true that they could do that? Um, they, they can lack manners. Um, one of the things when they're, they're growing up in a pack or with other dogs um, or they socialize with other dogs, they learn their manners along the way and they learn by experience. So they'll take liberties with the dog and it will turn and pin them to the ground, not necessarily fighting them, but will will dominate them, will mm-hmm. pin them down. And they learn from that experience. Um, that's one of the things with, with puppies. It's very important when you're bringing a puppy up, the first 12 months of its life are perhaps the most um, most important time of their life as far as socialization goes, not just with other dogs, but with their environment. And if they don't have that um, interaction with other animals, they learn their um, they learn their ma- they don't learn their manners, and consequently they have no um, they have no boundaries. So Sorry. that you know, I think yes, it is true that. How do you make the um, distinction though between playing hard outside and then you come trotting in and you cross that threshold and now all of a sudden they're perfectly behaved? Well, yeah, they, they get the idea. That, oh. Go back to the, the sort of the last call. It's. Um, yeah, outside they know I can play hard out here, but inside it's nice and calm. But with this particular instance, we're talking about manners with the um, mm. uh, with one of the dogs. And yes, they can not learn their manners. I mean, you can teach them their manners. The more socialization they get, especially with the younger one, the more they'll learn. But you have to be careful not to put them with an aggressive dog, just one that's going to firmly put them in their place. Um, of course, you can step in if, if um, one's getting too rambunctious, perhaps the young one's getting too rambunctious with the older one. You can step in and stop that and help out. I mean, you wouldn't leave a toddler climbing all over an old person, right. would you? Good enough. 407-456-1066, the telephone number for Daryl Payne and Paul Fection, once again in Winter Springs every Saturday, from one hour to one hour. Can people just show up whenever they want? If they just give us give us a call, or they can go onto the Facebook page and join that. It's um, Paul Fection Dog Training USA members page. Just request to join. Um, a lot of the photographs from the Saturday are on there, and there's a video right. of that um, that shepherd on the wheels on there as well. Um, or give us a call. But um, we take new people all the time. The 12 o'clock is the beginner's yeah, class. it's a lot of fun. And they, they move. As you get uh, more and more advanced, you get earlier in the day. There and you if, you, if you call, expect a call back from England. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Pick up the phone. <laughs> you have a collect call from... <laughs> And she will speak all funny like me. Yeah. There you go. Thank you, Daryl. We could spend hours and hours and hours. My pleasure. You got it. Daryl Payne from Perfection. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check up the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. An Oregon dad and mortgage fraudster has had his jail sentence extended after he made his teenage son shoot him in the legs in order to delay his prison time. Good job. Next, after getting blackout drunk, a New Jersey man sobered up to find that he spent $1,600 on an Uber ride from West Virginia. I feel this could have gone much worse. Finally, due to security and hygiene reasons, Royal Guards are no longer allowed to bring their dogs to work. The most surprising thing here is that the Royal Guards have actually been allowed to bring their dogs to work for centuries now. More like puppying ham palace am I right? Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. At Real Radio 1041 on Twitter, brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From.
And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Hey, thanks to Daryl Payne from Paw Faction for dropping by every first Tuesday of the month. Time for that bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Joe will be playing against Pinkman. Joe is vying for that You Matter business card. If he wins that card, of course, he'll have good fortune for the rest of his life. Joe also knows if he loses, it's bad luck for 24 hours. So, Pinky, you go to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to set your handicap for the day, okay? There he goes. Hey, Joe, how are you today? Hey, I'm well. And yourself? Uh, pretty well, thank you. I have 10 questions for you. You know the way we work this, 10 questions. And they're all interconnected in some form or fashion, like I like to say. But you don't worry about that. Only I do. <laughs> and uh, just answer to the best of your ability, okay? Let's have a countdown for Joe. Good luck to you, Joe. Here, Here we, we go. go in three, two, one, begin. Joe, Mississippi Senator Thad Conkren is stepping down, but the movie Mississippi Burning was released in what year? 1992. Oscar winner Frances McDormand was in that movie. How tall is she? Five foot seven. Believe it or not, Frances the Talking Mule was the star of how many comedy films produced by Universal International? Eight. Uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not is a global company based in Orlando. In the millions, Ripley's attracts how many visitors every year? Eleven. Ellen Ripley was the protagonist in the Alien movie franchise. So how old is actress Sigourney Weaver? Sixty. Weaver starred in a movie with Mel Gibson called The Year of Living Dangerously that was released in what year? 1986. Broadcaster Mel Allen has been called by many as the voice of the Yankees. He died in what year? Nine, uh, 2015. How old is comedy, writer, producer, actor Mel Brooks? 84. How old is singer Garth Brooks? 65. Get it within 50. You went outright. If Garth Brooks was a crow in Tulsa, Oklahoma, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Nashville? Uh, 989. Time. There you go. Thank you, Joe. All right, 989. Let's bring Mr. Pinkman back in. Here he comes. Rounding the corner. Dice are ready. Yep. Minus 20, right? Ooh, yeah. 20 is the starting time he gets to... That's right. I keep forgetting. Subtract what he rolls on this pair of dice. This yellow, translucent right. dice. Roll them there, Pinky. All right. Here we go. Now. One. Nice. Oh. <laughs> a four. Ooh, a 16-second handicap. A new all-time high. Ten questions for you. <laughs> you ready? Yes. Here we go. In three, two, one, go. Pinkman, Mississippi Senator Thad Cochran is stepping down, but the movie Mississippi Burning was released in what year? 1986. Oscar winner Frances McDormand was in that movie. How tall is she? Uh, 5'11". Believe it or not, Frances the Talking Mule was the star of how many comedy films produced by Universal International? Four. Ripley's, believe it or not, is a global company based in Orlando. In the millions, Ripley's attracts how many visitors every year? Uh, six million. Ellen Ripley was the protagonist in the Alien movie franchise. So how old is actress Sigourney Weaver? 
54. Weaver starred in a movie with Mel Gibson called The Year of Living Dangerously that was released in what year? That would have been 2015. Broadcaster Mel Allen has been called by many as the voice of the Yankees. He died in what year? 1996. How old is comedy writer, producer, actor Mel Brooks? Uh, 92. How old is singer Garth Brooks? Uh, 58. Get it within 50, you went outright. If Garth Brooks was a crow in Tulsa, Oklahoma, his birthplace, you would have to fly how many miles to reach Nashville? Uh, let's go with 212. 212 time. Time 212. Uh, uh, I'm <laughs> counting it. Okay. Ah. <laughs> I'll score this. Yeah, you did. I won't count it. Mississippi oh, Burning, thanks. the movie came out on what year? That was with, uh, what's his name and, uh, you know who? Yes. Yep. Yes. Gene Hackman. And, uh, Willem Dafoe. Got it right. And, uh, our friend, uh, who? Stephen Tobolowski. He nice played guy. the Klan leader in that movie. Uh, okay. Uh, that movie came out in 1988. Joe said... No, no. Oops, oh. wait a minute. <laughs> Sorry. Joe said what? Joe said 92. Pinky said 86. If the answer is 88, Pinky gets Oscar the winner Frances McDormand in that movie. How tall is she? Joe said... 5'7". And Pinkman. 5'11". She's 5'5". Five, five. Oh, Joe. Frances the Talking Mule, the star of how many comedy films produced by Universal International? Joe said... 8. Pinkman. 4. 7. Oh, Joe gets another. Yes, yeah, uh, that's a good time. What? Francis, Francis the Talking the Mule. Mule. Yeah. <laughs> Precursor to uh, Mr. Mr. Ed. Yeah, certainly. Uh-huh. Ripley's, believe it or not, global company in Orlando. Uh, in the millions, Ripley's, Ripley's yeah. uh, dr- uh, attracts how many visitors every year, Joe said? 11 million. Pinkman. 6 million. Not off by too many. 12 million. Oh, Joe. Ellen Ripley, the protagonist in the Alien movie franchise. How old is actress Sigourney Weaver, Joe said? 60. Pinkman. 54. 68. Oh, boy. Weaver starred what I consider to be a great movie, maybe at the top 25, a year, uh, the, the movie called The Year of Living Dangerously. That was released in what year, Joe said? Joe said 86. Pinkman. 2015. Eight, 1982. I was thinking of a different one. Come on, Pinkman. That's a good movie. When Mill Gibson. Good looking man in his, uh, in his day. Broadcaster <laughs> Mel Allen. That's a good movie with uh, what's-her-name. Yeah, know, that, what uh, is her act? name? Sigourney Weaver. No, she's from NCIS, the Los Angeles one. Yeah, she was also in that Western with... Uh, uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, start snapping. You'll get it. So She was in Silverado. Oh. She was the... Uh, she owned the uh, the saloon. Linda Hunt. Hunt. Oh, oh yes. Broadcaster Mel Allen, been called by many the voice of the Yankees. He died in what year, Joe said? 2015. And Pinkman. 96. Right on the money. 1996. Well, oh. Pinky, you're redeeming yourself yeah. a little bit here. How old is Mel Brooks, Joe said? 84. Pinkman. 92. 91. Ooh, one. How old is singer Garth Brooks, Joe said? 65. Pinkman. 58. 56. Okay, it's tied up. <laughs> oh, my God. We go to the last one. Five to five. Get it within 50, you went outright. If Garth Brooks was a crow in Tulsa, Oklahoma, yeah. his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Nashville? Joe said. 989 miles. Pinkman said. 212. Somebody's going to have to do the math. I'm trying. Oh, God. The number is 614 miles. Five. Who's the 900 guy? Joe. Closer, right? Wait, that was 614? Take 50 off 989. Right? 
That's nine three. Yeah, uh, that's four oh two over four hundred away. And he it's three seventy five, so yeah. Joe wins. Joe wins. I'm Lame. sorry, Peyton. Joe, good job. You're gonna get that card. You'll have good fortune for the rest of your life. Congratulations. Thanks for playing that bonus round of closest to the pin. Wow. Close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. pin yeah, it's a good pin, movie. Pin. Mel Gibson. Yeah. I <laughs> you were going to say Brooks. Brooks. Oh, no, 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 no. The year of living dangerously. I'm yeah, sure was you can find looking, it out there somewhere. He was a good-looking booger back then. He was a good-looking booger. <laughs> I think he did that movie right after the Mad Max movies. He was a good-looking booger oh, was, in that yeah, movie. Really oh, yeah, really handsome there. Yeah. So fit. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's going on? Sorry for your loss. It's okay. Thank you. Wow, Ty, right at the end. Nail Unbelievable. Nail Down biter. to the final mile question. You, really, you can't write them that great. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Greatest game in baseball. I was really hoping it would end in a tie. Why? What was the Why did score? I lose on time for once? Yeah. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> Stupid handicap. Yeah, it took, it took wow. a 16-second handicap to give the caller to the edge. I love this new rule. That first Alien movie was pretty damn scary, too. It oh, was yeah. very scary. I had no idea. I told this story a thousand times, but I had no idea what it was about when I went in there. Okay, alien will go see it. It's like ah! watching it, you know, with your... between your fingers. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, with your knees way up. <laughs> oh god, oh, <laughs> spooky. It was, sp- it it was terribly spooky. Nowadays, it would be. Well, you know what the so alien looks like a little bit, and uh... but the the practical effects. My goodness, let me tell you. Well, tell me. They don't make movies like that anymore, sir. It was a good movie for its time. Anyway, what else is happening? Big Lebowski 20-year anniversary today. Oh, yeah. Correct. Talk about good movies. Ooh. Holds up. Yep. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because it's about pretty much nothing, and there's no real discernible plot, so it lasts forever. I think it set the tone <laughs> for a generation as well. What generation? I'm not sure which generation, but I think people came away from that movie and said, you know, hey, it's okay to be a slacker. Oh, I it's see. okay to be not well, have anything. slackers? You know, it's just... It's okay to go with the flow, man. Yeah, it's just, you know, I got my weed, you know, and I got my bathrobe. And, and your rug. Uh, exactly. Yeah. There's a whole philosophy oh, of dudism built around that movie. I'm getting mm-hmm. by. Well, what's the big deal? Everybody's uh, running around in a, you know, this frenetic pace and, you know, hey, chill out. Mm-hmm. It's that peace, love, and a good vibration. You know what I'm telling? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Got my white Russians. I got my weed. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. White Russians. Lay on the rug, listen to music. I'm bowling with my friends. What more could you want? Sounds like a good time, actually. <laughs> does, yeah, but I did. I think it, I did. I think it set a. I think it set a, a tone for you know part yeah. of a generation. I said, hey, mm. I dress the way that hey. I want. You know, enough of this. I got to match my socks, you know, to my shoes and this or that or whatever. So, you know, I'll just wear what I what I damn well please. Damn right. And look good doing it. Well, I don't know if you look good. But, <laughs> but it doesn't matter if yeah, you don't that's care. The, that's the point. What, what, what difference does it make? Taught people how to be aloof. You know, drive a junker car. Yeah, it's getting you from point A to point B. Why worry about it? A beater, right? Yeah, Is that what you call a, a drunker? Yeah, yeah, a beater. Mm-hmm. You guys aren't talking about me, are you? No. Yes. Okay. Love my car. You're not chill enough to be the dude, man. 
Oh, I'm definitely not chill enough. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know. <laughs> Ain't no doubt about it. What else is happening? Uh, let's see. We got da, 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 da. we got this Altamont Springs shooting. I don't know whether Altamont Springs is going to do anything about this. Mm-hmm. They should, I believe. This is the story that what broke last week. Or it was the last weekend. Yeah, the, remember up in Altamont Springs? It was a Saturday at, night at, at the, the movie mall. theater. Guy, uh, yeah. you know, on Craigslist makes a deal to sell his uh, cell phone. A uh, couple, young couple drives up. And uh, I guess they said something. Oh, can we see the phone? They're still in the car. Mm-hmm. I think the car's running. Yes. Mm-hmm. The guy hands over the phone and says, oh, here it is. You know, do you, and, and they grab it and uh, and take off. By the way, those two individuals, I think a 17 and a 16-year-old, something like that, have been arrested. Uh, but this uh, guy who had a cell phone ripped off, they take off in the car, and he pulls out his uh, pistol and shoots at them four times. Well, you can't do that. If you are not in fear of your life, if they're driving away, you're not supposed to do that. No. Come on. And I don't have a concealed weapons permit. I I, I don't find the need for one. If, if you do, that's your business and none of mine. But in the class, <clears throat> I think they're supposed to teach you responsible gun ownership, aren't they? If you're going to carry a weapon. And I would I would imagine, if, uh, Mr. Instructor, I have a, a question uh, for instance, hypothetical, but uh, so I've, I'm selling my phone, right? And uh, somebody uh, who's interested in the phone, they drive up, and I say, here's the phone. I show it to them, and they grab it and drive off. Can I shoot at them? <laughs> I don't think so. I can shoot at them, can't I? <laughs> no, you can't. Sh- no. And if they're not going to charge this individual, at least come in and say, you know, can we just have a talk about, you know, Proper gun ownership. Right. Or maybe we, and maybe there ought to be a role. We're going to take your concealed weapons license away from you for a year so you can't carry it because you're not very responsible. You know, there are people milling about. It's up at that movie theater, right up near Crane's right Roost. Is that right? right? Yes. Got people Altamont. milling about. There are restaurants there, people driving about, and, and you're all of a sudden pulling the trigger on your pistol. I was there the night before, and I heard people inside the movie theater, they stopped like the movie that was playing and told people to leave because you have those announcements in the beginning of the movies now. They say, in case of an incident, please vacate the building and move away from the building. I haven't heard that one yet. Oh, yeah. They say that at Altamont? Yeah. They don't say that in Winter Park. Yeah, it's kind of (laughs) tied into this no smoking, no cell phone thing. I haven't heard that one. Yeah. Case of an incident, like find the nearest exit and move away from. Don't the you try to get to the movie after the previews and after the announcements? No, I should. It's fifteen to twenty minutes. Because yeah. invariably, I sit there and say, "I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I don't. I have no interest in that. Mo- don't see that. Mo- I don't know why this movie. They say it's in Montana. It's not in Montana. Ah, no, it's in Missouri. They said it's ten oh. minutes. I look at that. I said, no, "I've been in Montana long no. enough to know this is not man- Montana." Oh boy. Listen, that's a true story. There is one theater that you got messed up with, Jack. They thought there were going to be previews, and then you slid in, and it there is, was no previews. Yeah, and what I uh, I didn't realize the late night showing was a discount showing, and so they didn't fill it with previews. So I planned on showing up ten minutes late, Oops. and meanwhile they're already on the beach at Dunkirk. Damn it! I'm like, oh, wait, wait a minute, what happened? How'd we get here? <laughs> Yeah, well, you didn't miss much. No, I read Wikipedia to figure it out. Yeah, but I mean, there wasn't, I don't think, the, as like I remember, the f- there weren't any scenes where they were 15 miles inland and were rushing to the beach. Right. They, uh, were, the, they were on the beach. They were on the beach, and I contextually, I was able to kind of discern exactly what was going on. 
Great movie, though. I thought it was a good. Mo- yeah. I thought it was very good. I enjoyed it. I oh. I don't know if I would consider it great. You going to see Shape of Water? Probably. Yeah. At a movie theater. Yeah. It, I don't know. Would it make it? Does it make that much difference? I don't think so. Uh, it, no, I don't think so. If it's not an IMAX or 3D event for you, I think you know personal like home televisions now. When you're looking at 40 to 55 to 70 inch televisions mm-hmm. you i mean that's really as big as you need it and the quality is up there so the home experience has gotten so much better where i don't think you need to go to the movie theater on a lot of them but uh, there's the way this movie is shot it, it's there's something unique about it because it feels like a foreign film but it, right. like it feels like it's taking place in europe but it's taking place in baltimore it feels like it was made back in the 60s and uh-huh. it is a period piece it's just it, it's very interesting I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll go to the... I don't know what I'll do. If it's showing a movie theater on a Friday, maybe I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. Because nobody else will be there, but... Well, if you go for a matinee. Well, except they, there's always a resurgence in in movies that have won Academy Awards. True. You see, a, you know, people going on and see that one. So. I think you should see Black Panther in the theater. I'd like to see Black Panther yeah. before it, but it, it that's going to be there forever. It's the Philip File... Don't you think? No. They are making so much money oh, off this well, movie. Yeah. It's not going anywhere for months. Yeah, that's probably Now, right. maybe they'll reduce the number of theaters, but it's going to be there for a while. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Not to compound any issues that may arise from drinking all day. Hungover and an hour late. Don't forget to set your clocks forward this weekend. Real Radio 104.1. From... Yeah, you just can't go around firing your gun because you got your cell phone ripped off. Number one, that's pretty stupid. Hey, yeah, okay. Well, you just drove up. Uh, first of all, you got to turn the engine off. You got to get out of your car if you want to look at this phone. I'm, I'm selling you. Yeah. Well, they ripped it out of his hands, and before you know it, this guy who's who's who had his cell phone ripped off is uh, is firing four shots. You can't. Uh. Uh-uh. You Jim, people out. I've used that app, and I was always afraid that there would be some ne'er-do-wells showing up to my house to get the stuff I was putting up there. And now I'm really nervous about it. Well, they say uh, one place you want to meet in public, do it at the uh, police station parking lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know some. Uh, they talk about some places having you know uh, uh, businesses for this type of transaction. But uh, I know you say, Jim, he shot at a car that was driving away from him. That's what I heard. Started, That's what I read. Right. And I was always, as a concealed weapons permit holder myself, I was always under the impression you are not allowed to fire on someone unless you are in fear of your life. So if someone's driving away, even though they have your cell phone, you're not in fear of your life. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess I'm wrong because a texter says you can shoot them. Well, what? So there you go. Well, if a texter says, <laughs> so it must be true. Real mobile, Jim, they're never wrong. My two, oh. yeah, my two friends. <laughs> you can't right. just start pulling the trigger on your pistol. You have to know your environment as well. You, you can't right. discharge. No, I'm sorry. You're not in fear for your life. You're not in mortal danger. You're not standing your ground, really. I mean, come on now. Altamont Springs Police Department's going to let this one go by. The Seminole County State Attorney's Office is going to let this one go by. Then you're going to. Then other people are going to do the same thing. Said, wait a minute here. What are you setting a precedent? And it's a guy with a cell phone. He's trying to sell a cell phone. He felt like his life was in danger because one of the teenagers started to put the car in reverse and and gun for him. 
And he felt like, you know, they always say that. Oh, I felt like the car was the weapon, so I got my weapon yeah, out. Okay, nice try. Okay. They always say the car is the weapon. You know, it happens. Yes. Well, that's what the cops usually say when, right. uh, when they're shooting somebody in a car. Car's the weapon. Yeah, you know, they inched a couple of, you know, they put it in reverse a couple of inches, and, you know, we had to oh, do what bang. we had to do. Bang, bang, you're dead. But in this particular mm-hmm. case, now, uh, this this one doesn't fly. Come on. we Anybody with any common sense knows this. And any responsible concealed weapons permit holder knows this as well. Otherwise, people would be pulling their guns all the time. And just, yeah, I just, you know. I felt I threatened. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, give me the fingers. So I just, you know. Yeah. I felt get, threatened. I'll get you. Yeah, what do you think I'll... you're going to do with that finger? Mm. Well. <laughs> hey, hey, watch not it. Not now. Nope. My two, uh, two of my Mahjong friends were actually at the movie theater that Saturday night when this all this shooting broke out in Altamont Springs. Uh, they heard the gunshot. The ushers came rushing into the theater. Please leave the building. Please leave the building. They said, no, we heard the shots outside. We're not going out into the line of fire. They said, no, we're not leaving anywhere. No. Exactly. I mean, what are you, crazy? You know, we hear they're shooting out in the parking lot, so could y'all please evacuate? No, we're not going anywhere. I just got this message from another person. It's like, come on now. Yeah, let us know when the police arrive, okay? Yeah. And then have a policeman come Silly. in and say, we'll escort you out of there. Everything is secure. It's safe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the usher, are you kidding me? You can't even get two people to stop talking. <laughs> the usher wants you to get out. Exactly. <laughs> no. Emergency exit. I don't, th- for the no, exit. I, nah, I yep. don't think so. They said, please leave the building. Evacuate. What are you going to do? Hit me with your flashlight? My, I'm not moving. My friend said, absolutely not. We're staying right here. <laughs> well, the only way to get cover, to get low enough where that seat in front of you protects yeah. you, you have to lay on that carpet. Yeah. Enjoy. Gross. Golly. <laughs> If it's if it's a bullet in uh, my neck or the carpet, I'll go to the carpet. I've been down a carpet before. You what? <laughs> like I'm looking for those li- last uh, little things of cocaine. Yeah, I've been way down in there, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, Texter Probably still says, pulling shag out of my nostrils. Jim, the <laughs> Castle Doctrine expands a personal property in Florida, so therefore, if they abscond with your property, fire away. Yeah, okay, oh, good luck. Yeah, well, even if you fire, your life is going to be miserable because the cops are going to come in and they're going to question you and on and on and yeah, on yeah, it yeah. goes. This person should be arrested. And there's no excuse for that. And you know that as well. I do remember from my class, you are responsible for every bullet. So if you fire oh. that weapon, wherever that, whatever happens with those bullets, you are responsible. Oh, for we're not going to take any action because what he didn't hit anybody, he didn't hit uh, passerby. Right. right. Well, he didn't hit anybody, and you know, he just fired his yeah. pistol four times. So we're going to give him a pass on that. So what would have happened if one of those bullets, you know, came out of his pistol and he hit somebody? Well, you know, oh, sorry. He had every right. Whoops. And that other guy was in the wrong place at the wrong time. What does he think he's doing? Evacuate. Going shopping. No. Getting ready to go to the movies. Movie. Got in the way of a bullet. Should have known bullets are flying everywhere. And you walked right into one. Oh, boy. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, watch where you're walking. You might walk into a bullet. Exactly. What are they flying all over the place in Altamont Springs o- now? Open your eyes, people. Stay woke. <laughs> oh, oh. Don't worry about it. Three of those shots, they fired straight up. The clouds will yeah, catch them. That's right. Just get they get stuck in the clouds. <laughs> That's how that works, right? Eventually, no. they make their way into the stratosphere. Yeah, they dissolve the moisture in the cloud. It rusts, uh, you know, it does something on the the acid rain in the cloud destroys the bullet. Nothing to worry about here. Whatever. <laughs> <Just silly. laughs> I, I have to decide. Speaking of movies, I have to decide what movie to see next. 
Thinking oh. Red Sparrow. What's up? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, what's yeah, her yeah, name? Yeah. Game Night. Jennifer Lord. Game Night. And Death Wish. Jason Bateman. Bruce Willis. Yeah, go see Red Sparrow. I think so. Boobies. Why you want him to give you the four one one on it? Mm. Yeah, when yeah, she says, "If you don't," she, uh, Jennifer Lawrence said, "If you don't like boobies, don't come see uh, yeah, this movie." Yeah, she did. I heard that. Yeah. Now so, is she talking about her boobies or I think somebody everybody, else's? Plenty of boobage in this. All one. the boobies. What if it's? Yeah. What if you go and it's all man boobs? I don't think it is. That'd be pretty funny yeah. though. Too much soy milk being consumed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, edamame or something. <laughs> hey. Right. Mm-hmm. They've yeah. been fed a diet of soy milk and edamame <laughs> just for this movie. Right. Cut, they cut got man on, boobs. Yeah, cut back on those mm-hmm. Banlon shirts. Phantom Thread. It's I too think clingy, I'll wait. right? Too clingy. Oh, my God. If you got man boobs, the last thing you want to put on is a Banlon shirt. <laughs> yeah, polyester. It's, it's too clingy on your yeah, business. i got news for you. Yeah. The older you get, you're going to get some... I don't, care, get how some many, I don't care I how many bench presses you've done. Mm. You're going to get some You're going to get some droop going Saggage. on there. I know. Hey, welcome <laughs> to uh, the life of a woman. So... Gravity takes over, whether you're in, you know, so I'm, I'm male si- simply female. suggesting, yes. you know, that rayon, that banlon, whatever the hell it is, that something on, that silk. Yes. You know, oh, stay, yeah. Go with cotton. On. Go with cotton. Yeah. <laughs> something on. Yeah. Banlon, rayon. Yeah. What I else know. is? What, I think what, that's what, nylon. Nylon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Points. Silk. I just want, that doesn't have on on it. No, but it's. Oh. Silk on. Except there's fake silk. That's true. And it's an on of some oh, sort. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Bad sweat stains with silk. And it stinks. Those shirts, you never get that stink out of the shirt. Yeah, so there you go. Just saying. Anything else? Mm-mm. Yeah, go see uh, Red Sparrow. Okay, deal. <laughs> Phantom Thread? Eh. Which one is that? That's a Daniel Day-Lewis one. Points. Uh, yeah, I don't know. How do you get points on that? I said that the same <laughs> I said it first. How is it he gets points on everything? I get points on Fritz on the street rules. Usually movies uh, like that, dialogue, a lot of dialogue, slow, No, it's plotting. a period piece. You won't like it. You complain you yeah, Because you know how you are. With like Mr. and Mrs. Bridges. No. You know, the Mr. and Mrs. Bridges, you hate that. And you didn't like that. Mr. Ma- and Mrs. Bridges. Mr. and Mrs. Like the Bridges of Madison County. I didn't or, see that. I, well, then what was that Mr. and Mrs.? Something with Angelina Jolie and Brad Smith. Smith. That's a spy Smith. movie. That was good. But it was a period piece, and it was slow, and you said, I don't want to see that. Was that. A period I wasn't a period, period piece. It was sure. a spy action movie. Yeah, you didn't like it. That was more I didn't of a, see it. That was oh, a well, somebody I know piece. didn't like it. I don't remember who. No, Jennifer Aniston didn't like it because that's what caused him yeah, to split with is. Jennifer Aniston. You're thinking oh, of Mr. Right. and Mrs. Bridge with Paul Newman and uh, and his <laughs> wife. Joanne Woodward, yeah. Correct. No, you're thinking about Mr. and Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm not. That yes. wasn't Mr. No, Mr. Duff. and Mrs. Bridge, isn't uh, it? No. Look Bridges. It Research. It's Bridges, plural. Bo Bridges. <laughs> Stop it. Jeff and Bo. Jeff and Bo. Oh, my God. Bridges. That, How do no. these stories get like this? This is what it's like. Whisper down the line I like of period telephone. pieces. Yeah. Okay. Did you like that movie? You mean movie? movie set in another time? Oh, I yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that movie yeah. that, you, that you thought was a girly movie that was written by one of the Bronte sisters? Pride and Prejudice or something. Oh, my wife loves them. Okay, period piece. It's slow, it's England, it's way back when, and it's set in a time gone by. I don't like that time, though. It's like the 1830s and 40s. It's not my time frame that I like. I I don't like anything about that. Because everyone smelled back then. Mr. Darcy's in that movie. I know. Yeah, that guy was a jerk. But then... Mr. Darcy? This Phantom Thread (laughs) is set in what time period? The 20s? What time? What is? It's not now. No, fifties. I think fifties oh, or sixties. Oh, I thought it was like oh, way older than that. Um, so that's why I thought it was a period piece. You, you wouldn't like it because it was set in another time. No, slot. like that other period yeah. piece that he was in. Uh, there will be blood points. 
Again with the points. No, the one movie. earlier that when he was part of high society and he was, uh, who else was in that movie? The woman who played Catwoman. The woman. Lincoln. No, the. Well, he's James in Lincoln. In New York. Lincoln. I found a something. No, I'm talking about the one where uh, he was with, who played uh, Catwoman? Who played. Uh, Halle Berry. Who's the other points. Catwoman? Points. I get points oh, for Eartha um, Kitt. I don't get anything for Eartha Kitt. No. I get nothing. No. Uh, who is the, who is people. in. Uh, I mean, yes, points. Who's in that movie Son with uh, Al Pacino, the one where, uh, say hello to my little friend. Scarface. Yeah, who is his girlfriend, his wife? Oh, uh, that was, uh, what's her name? Who was Michelle it? Pfeiffer. Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. No, right, you don't did... get points for that. I answered. I was giving you points. See, he gets oh, points thanks. for everything. The Crucible. Where did, where did I, is that, was that it? Uh, I'm guessing. I don't think that was the movie. <laughs> it took points no, for it, though. that had Winona Ryder. It was about 20 years ago. Uh, and it wasn't. Gangs of New York. No, I think it was after that or before. The boxer? No, that's where he the played boxer. the Irishman. The Irish boxer who wouldn't take. No. no for an answer. Uh, the Age of Innocence. Yeah, Age of Innocence. Thank you. Oh, it's a great period piece. Slow, though. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being Right or wrong? Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Yeah, you talk about something that stands the test of time. Yes. The regular round of closest to the pin. Look out. Oh, played boy. for centuries on this radio station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least. Sometimes it feels it's... like that, doesn't it? <laughs> like I've been here for centuries, yes. I think it just does. saying. I'm just saying. And the listeners say the same thing. All right, listen. Centuries. How much longer? I'm playing against Finn. Bill is the backup. Finn. I'll explain the prize while I head to the soundproof booth. Right. This is an exciting day because it kicks off the first of three days for this special prize. And that is a pair of one-day passes to the Arnold Palmer Invitational presented by MasterCard happening March 12th through the 18th. This PGA Tour event is also Orlando's most social event watched by millions of fans around the world. This year you can join Ricky Fowler, Rory McIlroy, Jason Day, and many more and celebrate the tournament's 40th year at Bay Hill. Tickets are on sale now at ArnoldPalmerInvitational.com. They don't call it Bay Hill now? They call it Arnold Palmer Invitational, right? Yes. Well, it's the Arnold Palmer Invitational okay. at Bay Hill. Oh, oh I see. Right. It, you, they, when he was alive, he didn't want his name like on it, so it was Bay Hill then. I see. So now that he passed, it's the Arnold Palmer Invitational, nice. the API. Yeah, I like it. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited about this. I've long wanted to go. And Did you just say API? Now we're abbreviating Arnold Palmer Invitational yeah, to absolutely, API? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what they do. That's how I write it everywhere. And oh. I'm going to it. Epi. Oh. So you are. So A-P- once I'm a veteran of it, then I can call it the API. API. It's yeah, like yeah, a BGE yeah. once you have and it in there. And yeah. <laughs> Tiger's playing in it as well. TW? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Me and Tiger? Yeah. He's you're, gonna win it, and then like Jim's this? gonna owe me a buck. <laughs> That's how it works. Okay. All right, let's get Finn on board. Hello, Finn. Good afternoon, Jack. You ready to play? I'm ready, sir. Brad, co-producer for All Gaming, sent a category entitled The King and I. Facts and figures about Mr. Arnold Palmer. In reference to the Arnold Palmer Invitational presented by MasterCard, it happens next weekend, and you're playing for a pair of passes. Are you ready to go, Finn? 
I'm ready. Let's, I'm ready. No, let's he's do so it. excited. We're going to reset the clock and go in three, two, one. According to his official biography, how old was Arnold when he first started playing golf? 16. He was selling painting supplies to support his participation in amateur golf when he won the National Amateur Championship. What year was that? 1956. He actively competed in 50 straight Masters. When did that streak come to an end? 1982. When did he purchase the Bay Hill Club and Lodge? 2001. When was Mr. Palmer inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame? 1979. Time. Okay, Finn, hang in there. Keep your radio, or just hang in there and hold on to your radio. Keep your radio close. Hold on to it tight. Keep your enemies closer. Okay, we got I've his. I've heard phone. that. I don't know if that Hit, works. Kiss your radio <laughs> goodnight. Oh. Oh. I keep all my enemies really close to me. Do you? Like, uncomfortably close. So much so they don't even know they're my enemy. Mm. Frenemy? Is that a frenemy? What's a frenemy? To you, maybe. Yeah, yeah it could be the same. Oh. Hello, Jim. Welcome back. Mike on. Thank you. Yeah, while you're away, we uh, we were talking about uh, today begins uh, the next three days. Today, tomorrow, and, and Thursday. For closest to the pin, we have a pair of tickets to the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Nice. I'm going this year. Going to see Tiger play. And remember, when Tiger wins this, it'll be his ninth time winning the event, and you will owe me a dollar. <laughs> I think you should put a dollar on the fact that he doesn't finish. Oh, I'm not going that far. Yeah. <laughs> Last time, he, you know, oh, he got a back spasm. He had a something. Well, that's why I'm going. I think I'm going to go on Friday to guarantee I see him before the, oh, make, before the cut. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have a big following, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Jim! Let me tell you that this category was sent by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. It's entitled The King and I. Okay. Facts and With figures. Yul Brenner. Yes, facts oh, and figures about Yul Brenner. Deborah Carr, points. Mm -hmm. yeah, very good, Deborah Carr, yeah. Points. Hey. However, this is facts. <laughs> yeah, All right. Get points for my po answer. Points for you, Pinkman. Yul Brenner, oh. Westworld, points. points. This is actually, yes, that's when I first, oh, the 430 the movie. in seven. Yeah, more points. Steve McQueen. Points. Yeah. All right. Was it lung cancer? Seriously. Yeah, maybe. I got him. Yul Brenner, yes. Yeah. This actually is facts and figures about Mr. Arnold Palmer, okay. also known Arnie the King, yes. the King and I. Here we go. Facts and figures about Arnold Palmer. We're going to reset the clock for you, Jim, and begin in three, two, one. According to his official biography, how old was Arnold when he first started playing golf? Seven. He was selling painting supplies to support his participation in amateur golf when he won the National Amateur Championship. What year was that? 1958. He actively competed in 50 straight Masters. Yeah. When did that streak come to an end? 1996. When did he purchase the Bay Hill Club and Lodge? 1977. When was Mr. Palmer inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame? 2002. i Thank you. Jim, oh I have your time. I'm adding. What do you think about that? I'm, well, I'm adding... Five well, seconds. It was to your fast, time. but I don't know if any of it was right. Hey, add another second. Oh, Adding six seconds. Any? Ooh. Do I hear seven? No. You're sure? Yes. Gets nervous when you add seconds. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what? six. Did yeah. it. Oh, don't be nervous. Seven Bob. total. Seven. Okay, got it. Yeah, seven. I'm confident. Okay. You want to go eight? No. Nope. Okay. Here you go, the King and I. Thanks to Brad for the category. Uh, we have Arnold Palmer. His father was a golf professional. Arnold, in his Biography said he first started playing golf at this age. Finn said. Uh, 16. Jim. 7. 4. 
Jim ah. gets the point. Oh, He's up 1-0. Mm. Uh, he was selling painting supplies, making money when he won the National Amateur Championship. What year was that? Finn? 56. Jim? 58. 54. Ooh. Oh, Finn is closer. Tie game. Oh, oh, Finn. He would actually turn pro later that year. Mm. And he actively competed in 50 straight Masters tournaments. Mm. That streak actually came to an end in what year? Ooh. Finn? 82. Jim? 96. 2004. There you go, Bob. Jim gets that point. It's 2-1. Now, he purchased the Bay Hill Club and Lodge. That's Bay Hill. That's where the Arnold Palmer Invitational is Held. It mm. served as the, you can call it API. API. Mm. It serves as a winter home for the Palmer family. What year did he make that purchase? Finn. 2001. Jim. 77. 76. Jim Ooh. gets a point. It's 3-1. to one. Finn, get this one on the money. We tie the game. Uh-oh. I don't along, like the way that sounded. Along with Bobby <laughs> Jones, Jack, and Gary Player, Mr. Palmer inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame. What year was Arnold Palmer inducted? Mm-hmm. Joe said. 79. <gasps> Jim. 02. The answer? 1974. Oh. Finn gets the point. But not enough. Jim wins the game. Sorry, Finn. That's the way it goes once again. I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will whoop them. I can't lose. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, <laughs> hand grenades, and closest to the pin. I win. Pin. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? It's my win-loss record now. Any idea? Oh, I have an idea. All right. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. killing, I'm killing it now. You're killing I'm it now. I'm on a streak. Yep. 23 wins, 9 losses. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Might not be as good as last year. Last year was a banner year for closest to the pin. I was on fire. The fuego. Oh. Do you know what I mean, man? All right, very good. Let's take a little break. We'll get the news from uh, Big Daddy, and then we've got some time. Then Fritz on the street comes our way <gasps> at 6. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Here's the current events. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A man that was wrongfully convicted got nothing for the 23 years he spent in prison. Hey, pal. Sorry we ruined your life and all but good luck building a completely new one from nothing. Next. A town in New Mexico is apparently being overrun by skunks. This is just like tremors but with skunks instead of sandworms. Finally, Flippy the burger flipping robot is now taking orders at a California burger joint. Ha ha ha. First we take your jobs then we take the world. Ha ha ha. Ahem. But there are still some jobs computers can't do. Headlines were brought to you by wearenotthebanks.com. And transmission. That's right. That is the website you need. We are not the banks.com. They're better than the banks. They are a direct lender and mortgages made easy. You want to buy a new home? Go to we are not the banks.com. You want to refinance the home you currently live in? Go to we are not the banks.com. If you have good credit, they'll work with you. If you have shaky credit, they'll help get you, secure you a loan. Uh, with good credit, you're going to get a loan with fantastic rates. They did it for me and several people I know. Now, have uh, shortened the length of their loan, lowered their monthly payments, taken out equity in their home. Do it with WeAreNotTheBanks.com for all your mortgage needs. Call Brad and his team, 407-636-9808. At Real Radio 104.1, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we might follow you back. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From the...
We'll continue with the mummies in just a second, but... Breaking news, Jim. We do have breaking news. National breaking news. It's true. This just in from various sources, and it has been confirmed that Gary Cohn, the top Trump economic advisor, and the National Economic Council director, is now resigning. The White House, according to the White House. This is big news. Mm-hmm. Gary Cohen uh, almost tendered his resignation uh, during Charlottesville, during that mess. Mm-hmm. And uh, he convinced him to stay on board. He is not a fan of these uh, tariffs that the president has been talking about. And I guess he, pro- he tried to just yep. you know, tell the president, you're way off Don't base on, on this. this. And the president said, I'll do whatever I damn well please. And he's out of it. So another one bites the dust. Uh-huh. He's the guy he's who, man alive. The bald guy. who looks like the Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank. The yeah. problem with it's people leaving the White House is people don't want to join the White House. Because they join the White House, they figure they're going to have to get an attorney sooner or later. Mm-hmm. You know, at $500 an hour. Because they never know whether they're going to be called in to, you know, to be questioned by the special counsel or the FBI or anything else. You know, how many people, you know, you got some qualified, you might disagree with policy. But there are, believe it or not, there are some adults in the White House that maybe have up until this point in time kept the president in check. And I think Gary Cohn is one of them. You didn't didn't hear a lot of, it's not like Scott Pruitt over at EPA who's dismantling the EPA. It's not like Ben Carson who's got his head up his ass over at the Housing and Urban Development. But Gary Cohn's respected Mm -hmm. by by all parties and both sides of the aisles. Now, you might disagree with some of the financial policy or advice that he gives to the president, but, you know. He clashed with a bunch of people, and he departs. Just Uh, He's a former Goldman Sachs president and a free trade advocate. Yep. And he clashed with everybody after the stiff tariffs on steel and aluminum. Let's get into a uh, in a in a financial tug of war with Canada. That's helpful. <laughs> what the? You got the Russians, who some and I tend to agree with the word or at war because they're meddling in our democratic processes and institutions. The president doesn't say boo about this. Gives no instructions to uh, to the intelligence agencies or anybody else to fight against Russia, won't say anything. But uh, but he's willing to uh, to go to uh, an economic war with Canada and Mexico, two of our biggest trading partners. <laughs> go figure. So who are they going to, so who's going to be his economic advisor, Kellyanne Conway? Oof, God, no. <laughs> Hey, just ask it. Uh, You're running um, out of people. Uh-huh. People don't want to join this administration now because there's such such turmoil. What's the what's the Yiddish term? So much uh, Michigas? Uh, Azerai. What is it? Close? I was thinking tumult, but you know. Oh, tumult. tumult. Okay, tumult. Yeah. There's so much tumult. There's tumult. so much going on. People are like, I don't want to get near there. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can get qualified. <clears throat> they might say, I'm qualified. I've got some interesting <clears throat> policy that I can bring to the administration, but I'm not getting anywhere near that uh, rat's nest. What do you got left? Stephen Miller, you know, the SS officer. You know, the one that looks like you ought to be in a SS uniform with the Third Reich. You know, yeah. the bald-headed. Oh. Hey. Who else you got? Hopik, she's gone. Well, you have Jared and Ivanka. I guess they can run things. They're not going to be there long. Oh, well, they're there now, but that's it. Well, Jared, he's got the clearance now of the landscaper, so maybe he'll be out there raking leaves. And you got Sarah Huckabee <laughs> Sanders. She's there still. She's a piece of work. Nice lady. Just, I didn't say she wasn't a nice lady. She's just a liar. 
Oh, well, she that's is. her job, Jim, to go and defend the president at all costs. Yeah, well, you're not supposed to lie. She's no. She's the best thing you can do is spin. say I don't know. She's a spin person. That's her job. Speak for the administration. You're not there to defend the president per se and lie for the president. That that's not part of the job. Be that as it may. Anyway, what else is happening? Wow, Gary Cohn's leaving. Something new every day. This is the best soap opera. Now, I know a lot of people, they have fatigue from this political fatigue, or they're just not interested in this. I'm telling you, this is the best. This is one of the best stories on TV now. All this palace intrigue and people coming and going, investigated. Who's going to get indicted? Who might go to prison? Who's squealing on one another? Who's stabbing each other in the back of the White House? You know, will the president stab his own uh, daughter in the back and get rid of her? Figuratively speaking, of course. uh It's a great soap opera. It's true. I think. Maybe Maybe it's all a bad dream. Maybe it's like Dallas. What a phoney balloon! Remember when Bob, what was it Bobby who who, who, who oh, woke up? That was so phony. That the was shower. So, yeah, yeah. Didn't ever go? Oh come on! Well, they had you can't to, do any better than that. Bobby Ewing was a it wasn't a dream. Patrick was it? Duffy. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it, it was, was a that. dream. It was a dream. Yes. Pat, it, the character Bobby Ewing, played by Patrick Duffy, on the hit show nighttime serial Dallas. Correct. They killed him off, but then they wanted to bring the character back, so. They, he was back, and they played it off like it was a dream that he died. Yeah, that was yeah, oh my, that's weak. You know who I saw speaking in Dallas in, in when I was in Nashville? Larry Hagen. No, Charlene Tilton. Oh! Charlene oh, Tilton. The only really? person Moira's taller than. She's a little bit of a thing. Blonde? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of a pixie. Not anymore. What? Mm-mm. Yeah, What's she, she was doing? A little fire plug, right? But um, she was watching her daughter perform... At an up-and-comers kind of Nashville dive bar, that uh, where we I were. I know it was her because we looked up the girl who was singing, and it said her mother is Charlene Tilton. And then I looked at the table right in front of me, and there's Charlene Tilton, and she's doing what every stage. Is it mo- Charlene or Charlize? Lean, Charlene. Okay, Charlene. Yeah, 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 Charlene. Yeah, and she did what every stage mother does, or every athletic parent, or every band parent, or whatever. She's sort of. As the girl is, sing, you know, singing for the note, she's yeah. like, eh, like helping her, almost willing from, her, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, willing her to hit it, you know, and what, and it, she, she was. She so had that attitude. I'm Charlene Tilton. Don't bother me. Nope. Did, did no. you get an autograph? Uh, <laughs> no jinx. You say anyway. No, uh, uh-uh. close enough. I did not. Um, but I was more fascinated in watching Charlene Tilton than I was watching her daughter sing. Mm. You know, because I the, because she's about sixty now. I don't know. She she's hit the wall. You said she hit the wall. Yeah. She's fifty. What do you mean hit the wall? What do you she's mean 50. by that? What do you mean by that, Mo? You know, I think yeah, she had some work wall? done, and she, you know, her, her skin didn't look so good. I don't know. Just saying. But anyway, look, I, you know, I'm not. <laughs> I, I it was. I, it's all right. I was in the. We com- make our living doing this. I was in the company <laughs> of royalty. I felt like this is a girl from Dallas that I grew up watching, and she was a little, as you say, pixie, little bit of a thing, busty, and yeah. you know, cute as a button, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, at sometimes stocky, then she lost some weight, then she gained some weight. I mean, I followed all uh, of these all. permutations, right? Up and down, of, up and down. Of Charlene Tilton, yo-yo person, fine. And there she was, watching her daughter, grown woman with a kid. How old was her daughter? 35 points. Uh, you looked it her up? Her name's Cherish points. Yes, Cherish, Cherish? Lee. Mm-hmm. Cherish Lee is her stage name. 
And Cherish was singing the songs from her new album, something like Tequila. Something. Where are you hanging out? Where, no, she was yeah, singing. Strip club? No, Cherish. The road juke joint. Where are you going it to? It was a little up and comer bar in Nashville. I can't Get believe your I dollars ready and welcome no. Cherish Lee to Cherish the stage. Lee. No, she wasn't. A- Come on, guys, put your hands together. No, she wasn't a stripper or any a pole dancer or anything. Oh, okay. But I will say that she wore a leotard with no pants. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Cherish was a, a little skimpily dressed, I thought. What do you mean, no pants? She, you know what a leotard is? Like a dance leotard? Yeah, exactly. You know, a black dance leotard? Kind of like she, a gymnast's outfit. Correct. And then she had this flowy, like, cape on. She had a balance beam singing? No, no. What was she doing? Uh, no, she was singing. She she has a, horse. a new album called Tequila Sister or Tequila Cowgirl or something. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> It's something like that. So, Tequila Sister. Or something. Isn't Tequila that some, Mockingbird. Look her up because it says <laughs> that's her, her new album, Tequila Something or other. And so she sang all the songs from the album. And then she said, well, this is our last song because that's all the songs I've got. And she sang the six songs. Was song. she good? She was decent. Yeah, she was totally decent. Tequila Cowgirl. Cowgirl. See, I knew it was See if you can track down that song. I'd like to hear it. Tequila Cowgirl. Anyway, I'm just telling you that it was more interesting. What's her first name? Chester? What was her name? Cherish. Chester Molester. Oh, Cherish. I found the song. Cherish. Chester Cowgirl. I thought it was chastity at first or, you know, like, I knew it was a... Are anybody in your party not know who this person was? We None of us knew. And Ever. I mean Charlene. Oh, no, everybody knew. Oh, this okay, is here it? Here we go. Tequila Cow... Cowgirl? Cowpoke yes, or something. Yes, Tequila yeah. uh-huh. Cowgirl. Tequila Cowgirl. <laughs> tequila Mockingbird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It picks up, I promise you. She takes her coffee black, wears her grandpa's hat. Her boots are well worn in. She's bullseye honest, and she's restless as the wind. She says, you know, men, you can let them in and lead them to the truck. But just like wild horses, they tend to wander. Oh, she sounds like everybody else for crying out loud. A little bit of a twang. Doesn't sound like me. No, I mean all the (laughs) singers out of Nashville. She's scraping hay yeah. out of her truck. Did sing Wildfire and see how that oh, sounds? Oh, there's a video that goes with it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, she's oh, driving a Chevy 1500. Yeah. Probably from the late 90s. And then also riding a horse probably from the late 90s. She's singing when she's doing that? <laughs> yeah. Late well, 90s horse. She struggled, she struggled horse. a bit. Her voice, you know, she struggled. She could use a voice Oh, cover. now she's wearing a flannel and nothing else singing into see, a wooden spoon. Now we're spoon. talking. See, that leotard with no bottoms. Like... My husband leaned over and said, I think she forgot her pants. <laughs> or, you know, she had no skirt on or no uh, bottoms. Is it like old school leotard or new school leotard? Because the new school leotard kind of rides up the, you Oh, know, it was not a, your like hiney. your cheeks. The, no, your the cheeks. The old one, you know, like they used to wear in, uh, yeah. in gym <laughs> class back in <laughs> 1964. I'm telling you, she had no pants on. Oh, she's got a bunch of tattoos on her arms, too. Here. Well, anyway, tequila cowpoke or whatever it is. Cowgirl. Uh, cowgirl, yeah. No pants. No, like no, like no, no tights. Pants. No, no, no leggings no, or anything. She had boots on, and and and. So the, like, what's her know, name in like, that movie with John Travolta? You know who? Uh, you know, who? You know? She Urban was, Cowboy. No, Jamie no, Lee Curtis. No, yeah, exactly. Points. She looked like Jamie Lee Curtis in that movie where she was the workout instructor. Physical. Oh, 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 oh. Yes. Physical. No. Physical. Was it like that? It was like a Jane Fonda leotard. She was wearing a black Jane Fonda leotard. She had jewelry. She had pretty. You know, she's a pretty girl. Well, I don't. Yeah, but she had any and jewelry. She, and she probably did, but she was wearing this flowing <laughs> cape over it. 
So it kind of covered when she she did a lot of spin around. You know what it reminded me of? It's like that girl from Fleetwood Mac. Yes. Yeah. Like that Stevie. Yes. I like this Chester Cowgirl tequila. She's not bad. (laughs) Oh, get out of here. Double (laughs) shot of Cuervo. Come on. Yeah. But it was, I'm telling you. And when she got to the end of her album, (laughs) I don't know if she played it in order one, two, three, four, five, six, or if she jumbled it up. She got to the end and she said, this is, you know, it's like she couldn't come back for an encore because that was all she had. Hey, can you yodel? <laughs> you could have yodel. Or, I'm or done. Whistle. Buy my album. It was more fascinating to watch Charlene Tilton. Was her mother selling CDs or anything and T-shirts at the door? No, That's but she had daughter. a big pocketbook that she kept reaching in to get stuff out. And she lost her phone. And the panic on her face when she lost her phone, she couldn't find it in her big pocketbook. So she was like scrambling, like I do it too scrambling around oh my god somebody called my phone and she did have a man sitting at her table call her phone and that's how i knew it was her because on his phone it said charlene tilton oh he had her full name written out in yes, his phone on her phone yeah, maybe what, this what did he look like they were all sort she of wearing a leotard no no. <laughs> no no the daughter chastity or whatever her name is she cherish cherish <laughs> yeah. cherish okay. was the only one in a leotard outfit. chuck chuck tilton <laughs> no Perfect was the movie with John Travolta. Perfect. There oh, you go. Yeah, physical perfect. was another movie with Olivia Newton. Yeah, right, sorry about physical. that. Okay. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Uh, thank you, listeners. Ooh. Thank you, Real Mobile Texting Service. By the way, all our listeners will have a chance to call in about an hour from now, Jim, when we play Person, Place, or Thing, a pair of Universal Studios tickets on the line. You know how much they love winning Universal tickets. Yeah, that's a good time. Yep. Hour from now. Wow. Charlene Tilton. I never see anybody. That was, uh, wait a second. Of course, I'd never go out. You uh, saw Gregory, what's his Hines? Gregory Hines. Yeah, him. That was 15 years ago, in 20 the, years ago, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah, room. and look what it did to him. It killed him. He was him. dead a week later. You killed him. Well, you know. And James Cromwell. <laughs> you killed him. I said, you I killed talked him. to him about that White Knights you movie. Oh. Uh, so you, uh, what about the White yeah, Knights? I said, yeah. Mm. I uh-huh. listen to your program and talk about dead. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> Yeah, who else? James Cromwell. Yeah, see, you saw him. Yeah, he was oh. the same. Yeah, I think they were together, not as a couple no, dating. No, I think there was a. I think there was a movie, maybe production group, and they were all dining at the same place. But uh, when uh, when uh, what's his name God, was in town making that movie, Parenthood. Tom, Ron Howard. Tom Hanks. Steve Martin. Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. Yeah. Steve Martin. And Mary Steenburgen. Yeah. Yeah, Ted Danson's wife. I never saw him. Mm-hmm. Come on. You didn't see him or you did? I did not see him. They used to uh, dine at the Red Lobster on 50. That's a good Red Lobster, let me tell that's you. That's one of the best I've heard. The one at it Edgewater? Yeah. The Edgewater one? No, 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 no. The one on 50, 50 down in McGuire. Square. Oh, over there. Yeah, those, that's. Those Cheddar Bay biscuits are the best in all of Central Florida. I always heard that he had, uh, he wouldn't sign autographs, he would hand you a card. Seriously? Yeah, we said. A here's card? A, here's, here's a card. I don't want a card. Well, it's actually what kind of card. It says that you've met Steve Martin. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I know I uh, Robert Redford does that because he doesn't want to sign his name so much. Right. So you can't. You know, he's a lefty. He yeah. Schmears. Yeah, Steve Martin's card says this certifies that you've had a personal encounter with me and that you found me warm, polite, intelligent, and <laughs> funny. Yeah, there you and go. His name is. Signed I like on it. it. I think it's kind of a, a good it's, idea. I guess it's clever. Mm. So nobody else in town who was. Filming, but you didn't see. 
Well, Jack's everybody. But Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe was in town. He's oh, yeah, from yeah. that Florida project. Yeah. I think he would have stopped by. I can't believe yeah, I'm rude. a little annoyed. Yeah, I, we had a buddy. really good time. You had an interaction. You yeah, had yeah, a good yeah. time. You had a traffic interaction. We did. You saw him at a red light. <laughs> yes. That doesn't really count as having an interaction. Well, uh, Driving in. Did you wave? I did. Did Two, he wave back? That's he an smiled. interaction. He smiled. That's an interaction. And then Dirty Jim started smiled. squealing. Oh, my God. You're, you're the guy. You're the guy. Like a girl like yes. that? Just like it was oh in sync. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, great. That's an interaction. In an old okay, dusty no. Toyota Corolla wearing a white T-shirt. Wait, you were in a dusty Toyota? No, Willem Dafoe was. That's the way to do it. And it was a couple days before the Oscars, and he was nominated for... Inter- no, the vampire movie. Whatever vampire movie he was in, yeah. in 01. Uh-huh. What vampire movie was he in? Willem Dafoe? Mm-hmm. Was uh, he in a vampire uh, movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, did he, what role did he play? Spider-Man Vampire? One. Killer? What? Vampire's Assistant? What? Nobody's <laughs> heard of that movie. Me neither. Well, now, what is it? 2000? I don't know. Willem Dafoe vampire movie is what I'm trying to look at. You could up. just look up Willem Dafoe on IMDb. That yeah, takes could. too long. Not yeah, we're going to get an answer for Shout you when we come back. Fritz on the Street are oh, coming next at the top of the hour on it? Real Radio. What is it? Shadow of the Vampire. <sighs> Points. <sighs> Who else was in that movie? Uh, <laughs> I thought we were going to a break. Well, now this, I want to know. This is important. Was he a John, vampire or Van Helsing? He was Max Shrek. John Malkovich was in it. Shrek. Uh, Carrie Ewes. Who's the vampire? I don't know. Maybe it was Eddie Izzard who was also in the film. Oh, I hope he wasn't the. I hope he wasn't the vampire. It's it's really hard to tell. Oh, yep, he was the vampire. He was nominated. Willem Dafoe was the vampire. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, good enough. Well, you'll learn something new. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Talking on the radio, not your thing. You can do this, you can do this, you can do this. There's an easier way. It's called texting. 77031. Real Mobile. It's real easy. Real Mobile is powered by David Moss Toyota. In a world of journalistic excellence, can I get your opinion? Comes a man with no formal training. How do you feel about Kraft Newberg? This is Fritz on the Street. It's Tuesday, meaning it's time for Fritz on the Street, brought to us in part by the thrill of first playing catch, your first hit, the crack of the bat, the smell of the grass, and American pie. Baseball tugs at the heartstrings, don't it? I'm Coach Murky Murphy, and you might be thinking this. You gave up on baseball, but baseball never gives up on you. Allow me to invite you to Lucky Sullivan's Over 60 Wood Bat Baseball League. Join in the active lifestyles of other restless, highly competitive senior citizens like yourself. Enjoy yourself as you shag fly balls and teach other old men how to develop soft hands playing up the middle. Our baseball league is named after Lucky Sullivan, who played first base for his beloved boiler yard milk cows the day he could. He signed up and played, literally, for the rest of his life. Pickup games are also available in the form of a player needing emergency surgeries or other health-related complications. There are only 19 weeks without baseball. Join Lucky Sullivan's Over 60 Wood Bat Baseball League today and start reliving your childhood. Well, okay. Well, uh, Coach uh, Murky Murphy, what a career, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, telling you. He's a talent, isn't he, Jim? He's been all over the place. Yeah, I think he recently Majors, retired. Majors, minors, the whole thing. Yep. Doesn't get any better than it. Hello, Fritz. Hey, how are you? Very good. Thank you. Very well, I should say. That's proper grammar. But what do you got for us today? I have 10 questions, five current event questions, five general knowledge trivia questions, and a whole bunch of questions. All right. <laughs> Let's see. In first place, we have a pink man with 103 points. Oh, uh, yeah. 103 for Pinkman. 103 right. for yep. Pinkman. 
Second, three for me. Second place, I have Jim with 94. 94. Yeah, okay. 94, All right. 94, okay. 94, 94 for Jim. Third place, I have Moira with 91. 91, 91. okay. 91. It's a close game. Moira has right. 91. Fourth place. Not by much. B- uh, one point under, Jack with 90. Okay, 90, 90, 90, 90 for Jack. Jack. Yeah, yeah, right. 90 for me. Here, here. There you go. <laughs> All right, without further... I think I can do this. <laughs> Without further ado, I wait. A, I got to think because oh, I've got a couple of, and I'm not quite. I think I'll, I'm ready to go. When did you do these questions again? Uh, last night and uh, also two today. Yeah. Oh. two today. Yeah, two today. Two today. Two today. Yeah, I had to. I had to. In the, the station, time. did you talk to the people in the station? Oh, those dummies, those dumbbells. Hey, 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 hey. One, hey. one person. I think you'll be able to pinpoint. Uh-huh. Right, I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. Question number one. If you think you know it, I chime in for a bonus point. Jim, stop it. Question number one. Last Jim. week, Hope Hicks. What, what was that? Hope Hicks. Uh, that is incorrect. Damn it. Last week, which NBA player became Pinkman. the first Pinkman? Kobe Bryant. That is incorrect. Damn it. Yes. Oh. I that became the first with thirty thousand points, eight thousand rebounds. Mo? LeBron. That is correct. All right, Mo. Mo. All right, good job, Mo. Full question. Last <laughs> week, which NBA? It was one of the only ones I knew. That is correct. Which NBA player oh. became the first with thirty thousand points, eight thousand rebounds, and eight thousand assists? <laughs> Mo, Easy. you got that one right. I did. Of, Eight answers. How many uh, do you think said LeBron James? Did I say LeBron James or just James? What LeBron. if they say LeBron? I LeBron, LeBron. would have been fine. That's what I said. Yeah. LeBron. LeBron, I mean, King who James? else is LeBron? Oh, yeah, King, King James I would have taken, yeah. Come on, Mo. All James right, James I think Bible that um, out of eight, yeah. f- 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 five? Five for Mo. I was thinking that. Six. I think it's six for Jack. Oh, wow. Six. Six Ooh. for Jim. <laughs> no, seven. Seven. Oh, seven. Yeah. Brinkman. Plot twist. Question one Rain. with answers oh. of five, six, oh, and it, seven it, from the file. Last week, which oh, NBA oh, player oh, became the first with 30,000 points, 8,000 rebounds, and 8,000 assists? I don't watch basketball either, so Will Smith? LeBron James. <laughs> I can't remember. Basketball. Kobe? I don't know. LeBron James? Um, LeBron James. LeBron? Steph Curry. I'm four. Get point. So Mo is picking up one point. All right. All right. I heard her in there. <laughs> Who? What? Is this Sabrina answering? Yeah. <laughs> Question two. The Ural Mountains. I hope I'm Jim. saying that correctly. Oh, Ural Mountains. Italy. That is incorrect. Moira. Mo? Russia. That is incorrect. The Ural Mountains separate Asia and which other continent? Oh, Penguin. Moira. Penguin? Europe. That is correct. You can't say that. your name after you answer. Right. <laughs> Pinkman, Pinkman, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Europe, the Ural Mountains separate Asia and which other continent? Let's see. Logic dictates that it's probably going to be that. So I'm going to go with six. Six for Pink Man. Can you state the question again, please? You know I can, my man. The Ural Mountains separate Asia and which other continent? What else could they say? What'd you say? What else would it be? Yeah. Oh, believe me. But uh, they might not know their con- no, uh, right. They don't know their uh, continent. No clue. Yeah. <laughs> Five. No clue. Five for Jack. What'd you say, Pinkman? Six. Six. Five. Five six. for Mo. Six no clue. for Jim. I'll go six. Uh, question two with answers of five and six from the files. Bing, bing, bing. Oh. <laughs> Someone, someone's picking up two points. <laughs> the Ural Mountains separate Asia and which other continent? I don't know. Europe. Europe? Europe? <laughs> These are hard. <laughs> Damn, dude. Europe. 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 Six. All right. Fine. Jim. A couple of points. Jim and Pinkman picking up two. Jack and Mo each picking up one. They didn't even right. answer. Question three. Yeah, well. Buddy. On 
On Monday, a Brooklyn federal judge ordered Martin Shkreli to Pink forfeit Pinkman. Wu-Tang album. That is correct. <sighs> Nicely done. I knew that. Wu-Tang you bastard. is for the kids. Uh, a federal judge ordered Martin Shkreli to forfeit over $7 million along with a rare album from which hip-hop group Ooh. Pinkman, you got that one right. Out of eight answers, how many do you think uh, knew that Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to mess with? Are they allowed to just say Wu-Tang? Of course. Yes. Or Wu? No, stop it. No, Wu-Tang. I don't know. All right, I'm going to go with five. Five for Pinkman. No, too high. Four. Four for yeah, Jack. Yeah, I'll go four. Four five. for Jim, five for me. Oh, Lou. God. <laughs> what? That's bad. I should say anything else. I don't know. Question, question three with answers of four and five from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah. Oh, On Monday, a Brooklyn federal judge ordered Martin Shkreli to forfeit over $7 million along with a rare album from which hip hop group? Wu Tang Clan. What's it, Run DMC? That's from there. Public Enemy. Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Wu Tang Clan. Wu Tang Clan. Um, um, Come I'm Tang Clan. Yeah! Yes! Five! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Your face! Five. Oh, so Pinkman and Mo picking up two points. Yeah, yeah, yes. Jim and Jack yeah, picking yeah, up yeah. one point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Question four. Which gland in the human body? Pinkman. Pinkman. Pineal. That is Jim, incorrect. pituitary. Damn it. That is incorrect. Damn it! Regulates metabolism. <laughs> we were so close. Oh, Moira, thyroid. <laughs> Mo, that is correct. Lucky. Which gland in the human body regulates metabolism? Mo out of eight uh, answers. How many do you think said thyroid? Oh boy. Oh uh, boy. Four. Right. Four for Mo. Three. Three for Jack. Six. Six for oh, Pink Man. Three. Three for Jim. Question four. <laughs> what did you say? I said six. six? <laughs> I never know. Question four with answers of three, four, and six from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Which gland in the human body regulates metabolism? Thyroid? Thyroid. Damn! I don't know. Thyroid. Thyroid? I don't know that one. I'm not a medical person. Come on. Damn. I can't remember that one. Come on. The metabolism gland? It's got a name. Oh, it's a better name than that. Well, they named it wrong, clearly. Four! (laughs) The metabolism gland. Mo is picking up two. Mo's cleaning it up today. Jim and Jack. Picking up one each. Who mm-hmm. said metabolism gland? Yeah, um, really? I don't know, but he said that he used to be an intern here. What question do we have now? <laughs> question five. <laughs> Number five. Not oh, a shocker. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make a yeah, you do. stab here. Mo caught you. Here we go. Question five. Yeah. Becoming the first African-American to do so. Who won the Oscar? Jim. That is Jordan Peele. That is correct. Nice. Nicely done, Jim. Becoming the first African-American to do so, who won the Oscar for Best Original Screenplay over the weekend? Jim, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Jordan Peele? By the way, Get Out was a great movie. <laughs> but it. that's your editorial comment there. That is, that is correct. <sighs> my personal opinion. It's my professional opinion. Can you state the question one more time, please? Be- becoming the first African-American to do so, who won the Oscar for Best Original Screenplay over the weekend? You didn't mention the movie. Negative. Oh, of course not. So. That'd be a giveaway, Jim. Oh, would it? Yes. I don't know. Would it, yes. would it though? Would it though? You say, yes, of course. You say Get Out. <laughs> Who won the thing for Get Best Screenplay for Get Out? That'd be way yeah. different. That'd be giving them all kinds of information. I'll go. No clue. Come on, say it. Five. Five Three. for Jim. Three for Jack. Um, I'm gonna go four. Four for me too. I don't four think people will remember his name. That's what I'm thinking. Question right. five. I right. yeah, had a hard time. Question five with answers from the file of three, <laughs> four, and five. 
Becoming the first African-American to do so, who won the Oscar for Best Original Screenplay over the weekend? Jordan Peele. Um, uh, Peele. Jordan Peele. Keep going. Jordan Peele. Keep going. Will Smith. Jordan Peele. Oh, yeah, the guy from that. I remember seeing the show, but I couldn't tell you his name. Jordan Peele. Six. Mm -hmm. Did that one guy answer Will Smith twice? Yeah, that was his go-to. <laughs> Is that the only black person he knows, or what exactly? I don't. I don't know, Mo. Uh, I, have, I have no. Again, he was an intern on the show. I think he knows uh, him personally. I mean, uh, what do you mean by this? Yeah, I have no idea. It? Jim, you are picking up one point on that. All right, what do we got? Five to go. That is correct. I will right, we'll take a little break. Good job, Ooh. Fritz. Mo, you're on fire. I don't know. We're going to extinguish that when we come back. Hey, it's hey, the hey, Phillips hey, File hey. on Real <laughs> Radio 104.1. You think you know the answers? He changes the questions. It's Fritz on the Street. Fritz on the Street, round two, brought to us in part by... It's a new year, same you, because you're already awesome thanks to eating my tasty, organic, sustainable comestibles. But there's always room for improvement. Salutations! I'm Dr. Patience McCracknuts, PhD, and I'm very excited to announce my new line of holistic snacks. Our cilantro snap pops come in four different flavors. Pomegranate, passion fruit, red short, and jalapeno ranch. Fall back in love with yourself. All it takes is vision and a well-disciplined vending routine. The future is in your mouth with Dr. Patience McCracknuts. Coming to a vending machine near you. Come on. Come on, man. Back to five more questions with Fritz on the street. You got it. All right. Question six. Yep. If you think you know it, chime in for that bonus point. Mm -hmm. What is the most abundant metal in the Earth's crust? Jim. Jim. Iron. That is incorrect. Moira. Mo. Copper. That is incorrect. Oh, I know what it is. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. What is the most abundant metal in the Earth's crust? Uh, Pick a metal. Come on. Pick a metal. Jack. Jack. Lead. That is incorrect. Oh. Come on, Pinkman. Oh, jeez. Uh, Pinkman. Go ahead. That would Wait, be... Wait, you're looking it up? What yeah. are you doing? No, I'm thinking. I'm Jack, trying to look think at of him. a metal. I'm looking at him. He's not doing I'm anything. I'm trying to think of a metal. Come on, answer already. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, God. Great <laughs> plutonium. Time. Uh, yep, it's definitely... Um, def steel. Go with steel. It's not steel. Steel's a derivative of iron and coal. Well, if you're oh, so smart, Jordan, why don't you have an answer? <sighs> I can't even think of a metal. Time's, right, time's up. Time's up. Aluminum. It's aluminum. It's aluminum. That's what I said. It's aluminum. Yeah, get out of here. It's a wash? Is it a wash then? It's a wash, yeah. I literally just said that before <laughs> he said it. Should we give him a point or not? No, you're not getting a point. Just because you all bugged me. You stole too much. You stole too much. You stole. When Jim does it, it's fine. I never stole as long as you did. I never. That is so rude. That is very rude, but very funny. That is. That's rude. I would like my point, please. No point awarded. You're not getting a point. He said please. I just thought I'd get a point. Ah, Jim, you got uh, question five right. Let's have you start off. Uh, out of eight answers, how many do you think said aluminum? Question six was, what is the most abundant metal in the Earth's crust? No one got it right. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said aluminum? One. One for Jim. Two. Two for Jack. One. One for Pink Man. We can do Mo going eight, on a limb. Go eight. Go eight. Oh, stop it. Go three. No clue. No, Four. I, I guess zero nine. is still an option, right? That zero is an option. Um, I'll say Go one. Zero. One for Mo. Ah, question, question six with answers of one we go. and two from the file. What is the most abundant three. metal three. in the Earth's crust? Pass. Copper. Iron. Aluminum. Yeah, Aluminum. Iron. Aluminum. 
Iron? Um, aluminum? Three. I'll be damned. So, Jack, you got one point? Yep. Question seven. Oh, jeez. Recently, which retail company announced they would no longer sell assault Jim, style? that is... I got to pause. Bada-boom, bada-bing. Oh, gee. What are you doing? Okay, Pop. I can't remember Moira. Uh, Go ahead. Jack Dix. Jack. No, Dix. <laughs> Dix is correct. I you got to say your name. You got to chime in, though. I said it. I couldn't bring he, it up. He said no, his name. you said it when he was still guessing. I waited, said my name when he gave up. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. No, that's <laughs> yeah. how we do it. Oh, that's a lot this. of horse hockey. We've always played that this. Is. Jack, that's your first bonus that's point. You got Thank it right. you. You're telling me I lost my bonus point earlier. Oh, Recent, God, okay. I just, you know, I was like, I was right there. Question seven. Recently, which retail company announced they would no longer sell assault-style firearms or any guns to customers under the age of 21? Jack. Mm, five. Out of eight answers, you say five. Six. Six for Jim. Uh, I'm going to go with five also. Five for Pink. Uh, six. Six for Mo. Mm-hmm. Question seven with answers of five and six. Bing, bing, bing. Oh. Someone's picking up two points. <laughs> Recently, which retail company announced they would no longer sell assault-style firearms or any guns to customers under the age of 21? Walmart. Sports Authority. Dick's Sporting Goods. Dick's. Dick's Sporting Goods. Dick's Sporting Goods. Dick's Sporting Goods. Hold on, one more. Dick's. (laughs) Six. So Jim and Mo picking up two points. Jack and Pinkman picking up one each. How many do we have? Three. Three. All right, here we go. Question eight. What American duo released the album Bookends in 1968? Moira. Mo? Uh, Simon and Garfunkel. That is absolutely correct. Mo. Three bonus points all day for you so far. Wow, doing real well. What American duo released the album Bookends in 1968? This came right before Bridge Over Troubled Water. Mo, you are correct. You don't say that, do you? You No, 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 no. You don't say that. Out of eight answers. Actually, that's the only album that I could ask because everything else, it's... So obvious. Yeah, it was yeah, a hit single. Mo, out of eight answers, how many do you think said S and G? Um, sixty-seven. Three. Three for Mo. Five. Five for Jim. Four. Four for Pink. And two. And two for Jack. <laughs> Question eight with answers of two, three, four, and five from the file. What American oh, duo released man. the album Bookends in 1968? Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. I don't know these things. Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. Fleetwood Mac. Simon and Garfunkel. Six. Wow. What other duo really would wow. there be? Yeah. So good. Jim's picking up one point on that one. Sonny and Cher. Sonny and Cher. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Hall and Oates. Uh huh. Yeah. In 1968. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's the name of that one that you keep saying? Oh, he was so popular. Um, is it Les Paul? Les Paul and, Mary, and you know, yeah. Schmendrick or whatever. Yeah. How about Let's that? follow Mary Ford. Yeah. Thank you. Points. That's a great duo in 1950s. Zager and Evans points. Oh. Uh huh. Peaches and Herb. Damn it. Glad it's not Captain in the Captain and Tennille. There are plenty of duos That's out there. Just 68? Yeah, I don't maybe. Know. I don't know. Question nine. Yeah. In 2019, Vodafone and SpaceX have plans to launch Jack. a. Jack. Mm. Wi-Fi on the moon. That is correct. You gave me a little bit too much information, what? but I'll take it. What? In, in 2019, Vodafone and SpaceX yeah, have plans to launch... the West Virginia teachers thing. Yep. Have plans to launch a telecoms <laughs> network where, Jack was correct, the on, moon? on the moon on is the, the answer we're looking for. Wow. Jack, out of eight answers, how many do you think heard this story? Vodafone yeah. and SpaceX have plans to launch a telecoms network where? 
five. Five for Jeff. Yeah, some people are thinking I'm going to go yes. six because it seems easy to infer. Yeah, SpaceX, what are they going to say? Um, what do you think? No clue. I'm not going. Five. Five for Mel. Six. Six for Jack. Jim. For Jim. His name Sorry, is Jim. Jim. Been here 30 years. Thanks. <laughs> I'm fired now, aren't I? No. Question nine. Yeah, I might be, but not you. <laughs> With answers of five and six from the file. In 2019, ah, no Vodafone and SpaceX have plans to launch a telecoms network where? On the moon. Somewhere in California. Don't know. Mexico. California. Oh my God. Oh, I have a conclusion. The moon. I don't know. The moon. Three. <laughs> Three got that right. How is this happening? Are you all right there, Daddy O? Can you repeat the question, please? Yeah, yeah sure. In in 2019, Vodafone and SpaceX have plans to launch a telecoms network where? Launch. Well, oh, yeah, I guess you could use launch, launch yeah, start, for, yeah, whatever. Okay. Startup, yeah. Mexico. And the more you Mexico. think about it, the more they might have been. Yeah, exactly. Same as state. Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> That's really exactly what classic. I said to her too when she answered. Uh, last one. Last one. All right, I'm oh, swinging for the fences. I got it. Question ten. Yeah, you. What is the capital of Nevada? Moira. Mo. Carson City. That is correct. Mo. Well, Mo really pulled it out today. Four man. bonus points all day for Mo. Yeah, oh, yeah. that is Good correct. Job. Mo out of eight answers. How many do you think said Carson City and not Reno? Not Reno. No, no, no. Out of eight answers. Not Las Vegas. Not okay. Um. Mm. Let's see. I think that's probably three. Three. Three Ooh. for Mo, three four. for Jim. Four. Four for Jack. <laughs> two. Two yeah, for Mo. You're probably right. Two. Last question yeah. with yeah, answers yeah. Yeah, yeah. of two, three, and four from the file. Bing, bing, bing. What is the capital of Nevada? Reno. Reno. Reno? Carson City. There you go. Carson City. There you go. One more. Can't think of that one either right now. Carson City. Oh, damn it. Carson City. Damn it. Damn it. Four. Double Jack's- damn it. <laughs> yeah. Jack's picking up two. Jim and Mo picking up one each, yeah. and that is Fritz on the street. Good job, Mo. Wow. Man, you're on fire today. Ooh, baby. Yes, I was. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Talk about this yourselves. Uh-huh. You trying to do the math? Yep. Yeah, doing okay. the math. Okay, doing the math. Doing the math. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I have the paper here. Paper. Mm-hmm. All right. Paper, paper, move, who's got the Mo, paper? move into second. No. Oh, wait till you see what happens here. <laughs> He's still tallying. Oh, got it. Okay, so. <laughs> what do you Mo, got? Mo crushes it today with 13 total points. Look out. Jim, you had 10. I had 9, and Pinkman with 7 today. However, Pinkman still Damn. holds on to the lead with 110, but We're it points up. gotten close. Get, oh. Catching up, Pinky. In second place, yeah. with 104 points, Tied. You and me. All right. Jim and Moira. Oh. There we go. I have 99. Oh. <laughs> well, it's a game. game, yeah. A tight yeah. game. So 11 points separate first from last. No whole picks. Uh, yeah, you know. No yeah. Zing okay, so, no, no, Z, no, no White Rhino. Check no it out. No Black Panther. No been, Nor'easter. Yeah. I've been, I've been writing down news articles wow. as soon as I hear them. No Storm Emma. Jeez, wake up. And <laughs> I forgot to write down whole picks. It's in the UK. So then last night, I, I was like, oh, Jordan Peele. I like him. <laughs> okay, well, let's, oh, I'm going to base this no, whole just, game off my I'm, emotions I'm and just, not facts. I'm just being honest. But, oh, being good honest. job, Fritz. Thank you, Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, let's you take a little break. Like we'll get really the news, uh, current events, and then uh, we'll find some drive-home music for you and then uh, wrap things up with PPT, mm-hmm. only on Real Radio 104.1. Time for the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. 
Mike Tyson's old mansion in Ohio is being turned into a church. Cry the Lord Jethukrit. Next, a couple in the Florida Keys is in some trouble after they sold cocaine to an undercover police officer. That is not the way to live the Buffett lifestyle my mans. Finally, a driver in Missouri ditched their car in the middle of a road to make a bowling tournament on time. After all, the dude abides. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. Go there to see a dog play video games at realradio.fm. End transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From... You're listening to The Phillips File. Real Radio. 
Mummies, great band. <laughs> Where's the end of yeah, it? Yeah, here's a great band. That's it. Here come the mummies. Right, let's oh. settle some bets, then we'll move uh, into PPT. I got PPT. a couple bets. I'm sorry to say, Jim, you're going to have to pay on all of these. Yeah. Uh, the final score of the first Orlando City match, you said Orlando would win by two goals. Oh, I forgot about that. That did not happen. You owe Pinkman a dollar for that one. There's one. But you might as well get a second dollar out for Pinkman because you said Jordan Peele would win an Oscar for Best Director. Actually, Jack took Jack took some action on that as well. Oh, I did? You not only have to pay Pinkman a buck, but Jack a buck for Jordan Peele. All right. Sequoia. Uh, three bucks. I'm out yeah. three bucks. Damn two, it. Two to Pinkman, one to Jackson. Ooh. Any good, Thanks, do I have Mo. any good looking bets mm. coming up? Uh, <laughs> I got to think of a couple more. Well, I you, will bet. You said Joe I will Arpa- bet. Oh, sorry. Gary Cohen, oh, the Co- president's. Cone. Yeah, Cone. 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 C O H N? Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought Cone. it was C O H E N. No. Doesn't make it. So mm-hmm. I bet it could be out of the administration <laughs> by midnight. Stop it. <laughs> no deal. Okay. Oh boy! Yeah. Anything else? Okay, so you're paying off, huh? You got okay, good. I'm scratching this off then. All right. Just saying. Feels good to be rich. You got two bucks coming. Oh yeah, that's, that's a big deal. That's I'm always making. I'm always, you know, I'm always making the bets, you know. And sometimes you're out there with it, you know. Yeah, well, you know. It's the, that's how that's, you make money. That's the thrill. It's the thrill of the long shot. Yeah. Unfortunately. That thrill doesn't come along very often. You did say Orlando <laughs> City would make the playoffs. You have that money with Pinky also. Oh, I think. Pinky, I don't bet. think there's any question about that. Yeah. Oh boy. You said yes. Pinky said no. They'll make the playoffs. What do we do? One dollar. Playing very well. I mean, they're no Dortmund, but I mean, <laughs> who is? That's the truth. There are no Tottenham. <laughs> well, Dortmund's yeah. no Bayern, Bayern Munich, but you know who's saying? Mm. Yeah, they'll make the playoffs. We'll see, bro. You don't think so? I called you, bro. Well, I did bet I did bet a dollar against them. Apparently, even though I don't remember making that bet. Oh, I do. Whatever happened with this one? Michigan State University president announced her resignation by two twenty-eight. I want a dollar on that. You're, it's been paid. Yeah, that must have she, happened in my accent. I think she resigned like a day well, that after. Day, we made right? That. I yeah. Well, the handwriting was on the wall on that one. Mm-hmm. That was a dumb bet. Anything else happening? And did UK rescind its Trump invitation by Valentine's Day? What? <laughs> remember? I don't think so. Uh, we got all mishy mash and confused on because that one. he said he wasn't going, but they never rescinded their invitation. But he said, "I'm not going." Now he says he will go. I don't yeah, know. No, they said, and then a lot of them said, "Don't come over." Uh, yeah, yeah. So we just scratch. Let's just scratch that. You just... willing to scratch that one? Yeah. Okay, scratch here, here. it. Okay. All right, exit. I'm exiting it out. Okay, good. All right. Anything else? Whew, that's enough. That wise, it's coming up. Oh, Joe Arpaio, you said would win the Arizona GOP primary. Joe Jesus. Ar- Joe Arpaio, that kook uh, sheriff, yeah. that, that racist fellow out there, yeah. You said he would win. And okay. Pinkman said no, so you might have to fork over another time. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, no, he's not going to win. There are a lot of people out there love him. Sheriff Joe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will bet you $1, Joe, go on. that the governor of Mississippi oh, boy. will appoint a Republican to fill the Senate seat being vacated by uh, by Cochran, Senator Cochran, who's decided to leave. What party is he affiliated with? Thanks, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank nice you. Try. Thank you, Mo. Come on, Pinkman. You got to ask some questions that damn close. Oh. I didn't have to. You, you asked oh. All right. Me. I asked it for you. What do you think the odds are? You want, want to make a bet whether he'll point himself what? to that Senate seat? Oh, that's Ooh. a good one. You think he will? What do you think? Well, you're placing mm, bets. I think no. No, he's not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess no bet there. No, he's not going to do that. 
Well, that would just look ugly. Is that why? I would imagine so. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I just don't think you do that. Anything else in the news I can make a bet on before I... Sam Nunberg, now he says he's going to cooperate fully. Yeah, oh, will he or won't he, yeah. <laughs> he changed his tune pretty quickly. What, I could go to the jail? I'll, I'll yeah. cooperate. Uh, I'll say what you need. What do you, what emails do you, do you need? Do you watch any of him last night? He's, oh, he's uh, a loose cannon. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, if he's got a lawyer, I must think his lawyer must have been pulling his hair out. It's like, dude, no, he's, he up. is a lawyer, you too. You just got to shut up. Like, yeah, but that does, I know plenty of lawyers don't know their ass from their elbow. Sam Nunberg is a lawyer. Yeah, but, but that I hope he's not representing himself. Well, he might not be practicing. He might have forgotten a lot of the stuff. Who knows? But mm. uh, not very smart. You just don't ignore a subpoena. Now, you might be able to work something out. Special prosecutors hand, hand you a subpoena. You will appear before the grand jury. You'll sit in the box and we'll answer the blah, 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 blah. And you say, well, can we work something else out? And that's been done in the past. Not too often, but it has been done. Yep. He's not a, uh, he's not a, from what we can gather, an object of prosecution. They just want more documents because they're trying to ri- uh, nail Roger Stone. Not to get too deep in the weeds. All right. Tough guy. Uh, talking to Pinkman? <laughs> Bet you a dollar. Are you still looking at me? What? Oh, boy. <laughs> Bet you a dollar. <laughs> That Roger Stone, who's been in politics forever, not elected, but just as an advisor, you know, with this person, that person, I'll bet mm-hmm. you a dollar he's indicted by oh. Mueller, the grand, by the Mueller's grand right. jury. By when? Oh, I don't know. By, by, day, by Labor could, Day. Now you're starting to get the hang of it. By Labor Day. Roger Stone indicted so by Labor early Day. early September. Yes. Okay, deal. All right. $1 uh, here. Breaking news. Roger Stone just indicted. Liar. <laughs> no. All right. Let's play some PPT, some person, place, or thing. What is the prize, Mr. Pink? I made that up. It is a pair of one-day Universal Orlando tickets nice. with park-to-park access and more. Uh, you can go there for Mardi Gras right now through April 7th, all at Universal Studios. Yeah. They do a parade, concerts. It's all fun. You can find more details at UniversalOrlando.com. That's a nice prize. All right. Here you go. Dan, you're first up. Dan, pick a person, a place, or a thing. Hi, Jim. A person, please. A person. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Clue number one, who is this person? This person comes from a showbiz family and has three siblings who are actors. I'll give you another clue. It's a she. Maggie Gyllenhaal. That's That's a a great answer. answer. That's your final answer? It's wrong, but nice stab, though. Props to you for saying a word. Not too bad. Nick, here we go. Clue number two, she was class president, a cheerleader, and performed with the choir. She comes from a show business family and has three siblings who are actors. Um, let's go with, uh, um. Yeah, you got it. Come on. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. You got it. I knew you uh, do. It's right on the yeah, tip of your to tongue. Tip of my tongue. Um, yeah, just like uh, Dick's Sporting Goods. That's your final answer. Who is it? Demi Moore. Demi Moore. That's your final answer. Oh, it's not Demi Moore. Yeah, you, yeah, you said got out something. There, though. Yay. Here we go. Art clue number three. She made the lists of 100 sexiest women in the world, Ooh. the most beautiful faces, and most desirable. So she made all these lists, sexiest woman in the Beauty. world, yeah, the be most pretty. beautiful face, and the most desirable. Um, do we have li- lifeline? No, no lifeline on this. It's wow. all by yourself. Nice man. try. She's in that movie. With the thing. Yeah, remember? Wasn't oh. she in that movie with the marijuana? Who could forget? Oh, that, that one? Yeah. Yeah. Based on uh, that book? 
Oh. With the, you want to see I know, how I know does, the book you're talking about. that scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's, oh, she's smoking the sexy reefer. She's smoking the sexy reefer. Yeah. She's in a book and in a scene. Um, mm-hmm. What? I think you've sure. given him too much, Jim. Have I? I don't know. Uh, Heather Graham. Heather Graham. Oh, that's oh, your final answer. Heather Graham. Am I right about that? I don't know. I don't know. Remember who the book? Did you read is. that book? I I read the book that I think you're talking about. Yeah, and then they made a movie. But I don't know who's on the list, movie. so I don't want to say anything. Yeah, the book was better than the movie. Right. Then there was a follow-up book, which was actually a prequel. Yeah, and they're all the you know they're they're growing the marijuana and selling mm-hmm. the marijuana, and oh, then they're yeah. s- smoking the sexy marijuana, and then. Sexy. Yeah, you know what happens, Mo. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what that you know, means. Am I right? I think so. Okay, here is, uh, I might be wrong. Here's Patty, clue number four, Patty. Gossip has it that she is a prominent member of a traveling sisterhood. Hmm. The only one I can think is Blake Lively. Oh, come on. That's your final answer? Yeah, baby. All right, right, Patty, good job. Blake Lively, right? Clue number five. Look alive, people. When she wasn't wrapped up with her Green Lantern husband and two children, she hosted SNL Live three times. Was it Savages that you were thinking yes. of? Yes. Yes. Yep, you were correct. And I think Be Cool was the follow-up. Be Cool, bro. Yeah, that was a halfway decent book. Mm-hmm. Savages? Yeah. Remind me. I don't think I've seen the movie. Because I remember they... Yes, yeah, so it was... It, That's when I first Stinko. learned that they had this pot that was... Thank you. Me too. All these different versions of pot that you could kind of tailor for the mood you uh, want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Maui, well, just Maui. got high. Yeah, but they really have that. You they had pot have... or you didn't have pot. They have pot that makes Relax you tired. Relax pot, they... sex pot. Cleaning pot. I don't know, get over a hangover Flower pot. pot. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all these varieties of pot. Why not? Yeah, right. she was in that She was in that scene. Because mm. I saw it and I said, oh. <laughs> yeah. She, oh, see? What? To what? Oh, 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 like a, a sandwich. They're playing radio. Uh, yeah, right. a, yeah, a girl sandwich. <laughs> this is the yeah, it was a girl radio. sandwich. It was a girl sandwich. Well, why don't you just say so? Yeah, she was playing the slices of turkey. Uh-huh, she was in the middle of two guys. Is that what you're saying, a girl sandwich? Well, I don't know if I'd put it, it quite French that way. bread or ciabatta? Does it matter? Oh, see. It's Blake Lively. Does it matter? Mm-mm. I'm just saying she deserves the best. Okay. All right, what else? Anything? Help me, please, Jesus. Anything. (laughs) Dear Lord. Trying to think of what I can do. I'm hungry. I'm very hungry, and I don't know whether I want to pig out on something Uh or just go mean and lean. You know what I watch? I'm thinking pig out. What'd you watch? What'd you watch? The Alec Baldwin interview show. I recorded it. How was was it? it? He interviewed Jerry Seinfeld and Kate McKinnon, and he said he was a fan of like the Tom Snyder, Dick Cavett interview yeah. shows where it's just chair and chair and just not I a lot going them. on. Yeah, and it was actually really good. Snyder he, was great, and and he is actually smoking cigarettes. He would smoke, yeah. smoke, smoke. Alec Baldwin's a pretty good interviewer. So, and of course, it helps when you have Jerry Seinfeld and Kate McKinnon. Interesting as well. Is he better than David Letterman? Oh, Letterman, I think, is still getting his uh, chops, so to speak. Yeah. I think he's he could be. Well, 
I think Dis- David seems to me that he wants to he wants to be serious, and people are not taking him as seriously as David wants to be taken. Oh. Wow. Maybe if you shave the beard, people will take it more seriously. It's silly. That, that's a weird-looking beard. Mm. No. Let him live his life. Is he life. happy with the beard? He might He likes be, the beard. I'm not. He's happy with I'm the not beard. Either, Jack. Thank you, Mo. He does. Yeah, but if he shaves the beard, then it's David. Let, hey, Dave. It's going to be that old. He doesn't want <laughs> There's that. There's no Paul Schaefer. No, hey, Dave. No, There's that's the way that. people anyway, will no. look at him. It's like, hey, Dave. It was interesting because Alec Baldwin, he explained in the beginning that uh, this was actually the pilot that they shot or the test. A show they shot for ABC, yeah. and they never intended this to actually air. But I guess it came out good enough. We're like, well, let's put it on. Who's up next? I don't oh, know. Seinfeld, always oh, a joke. I mean, is everything a joke or no, was he halfway no, serious? No, it's pretty serious. I, 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 no, it's funny. But he talked about the success of Seinfeld and how he dealt with that. But he he's got a you know firm ideas. He's given it thought. He's pretty comfortable with who he is, and he talks about that level of comfort. You have a bet about Alec Baldwin, and then he'll be out of Saturday Night Live oh, by the end of this season. Damn it. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, Just saying. Right. Just Are saying, man. Are you, am I worried? I'm worried about that You might that not be here. wrong. He's taking a little bit of heat on some things lately, but I can't remember what. We're out of here. Back tomorrow at 3. All right. Right after Sean. He's the news junkie with Sabrina and Sea Lane. You don't want to miss that. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next. Tonight, eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth.